Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Pete, I'm working on a college application, and it says I got to tell them about myself. More like sell yourself. That's the worst. Hello and welcome to CORE. This is CORE, video game talk for you and me and everyone under the tree. I don't know why I'm doing that. I don't know why I did that. It almost like I want to start over. Happy holidays, everybody holidays. from CORE. <laughs> doing a little early. Uh, we're here, we're back, and uh, boy, was stupid news is stupid news. Last week we ended the show and then like four hours later, uh, Microsoft sealed their deal finally with a kiss. Uh, their ABK uh, acquisition, which we're going to talk about in a minute, but I hate when we miss stuff like that. It's like one day, one day. It was so long ago that I almost said, "Boy, there was no news this week." I know, right? And then I went, "Oh wait, no, there was a huge news story. We just didn't talk about it because it happened right after our show." Yeah, we got a bunch of emails too, going, "Oh my gosh, you guys are so unlucky. It happened like tonight." I'm like, "I know. Don't worry, we'll get to it next week." But we waited. We've been patient. We're here now. I mean, now. it's been two years in the making. What's another week? Yeah, honestly, truly, what is another week? Uh, well, it's another. It's seven days, if you're wondering. Uh, here's the deal. Uh, while Before we get to that topic, I want to talk real quick about I am in a decision loop right now, and I need, to make, I need to make the call. Maybe you guys can help me do it. This weekend or this week or this day is a momentous day for gamers in some ways. <clears throat> Sony has released Spider-Man 2. And uh, Nintendo has released Super Mario Wonder. Uh, I need to make a decision on which one I'm going to get. Review-wise, as of today, Super Mario Wonder is now in the top four best-reviewed games of 2023. That And three of those games are Nintendo games, by the way. The Prime Remake, um, Tears of the Kingdom, and this are in the top three. The only other game in the top four is Baldur's Gate 3. All of these games are your top four highest rated. I don't know what the fifth is. We're just ignoring the fifth. I think it's Nintendo bias. You got to subtract 10 from all Nintendo games. Oh, look at you. This is an interesting subject we should talk about. You think there's a bias there, a Nintendo bias? Yeah, like Nintendo first-party games are so rare. They they do release with good quality, but... Yeah. The the audiences are so desperate for for stuff from them that they're they're just over, over the moon... Uh, when they get something. Wow. And they don't have a default upset position, this even is, though Nintendo does terrible things for the game industry. This is going to spark some some interest in the crowd. They're going to oh, be right I in. love this. I always love when I feel like I got a hot take, yeah. and then Bo is my shield. 
and he's like, <laughs> I've he always just, felt this way. <laughs> he just dives in and he's like, don't worry, John, I'm going to give you freedom to say whatever you want, because it's all going to be hitting me. Uh, I was ab- I was about to say, you know, it's not surprising because how do you I don't think scores for Mario should matter. Like mm. they, to me, they don't count. Like, who cares? Like, you know what Mario is. Am I going to play this game? Like, okay, let's say a game gets near perfect scores, right? One of the highest reviewed games in the world. And it's, you know, some new RPG or action game that came out. It's not an established franchise. It's its own thing. Pretty safe to say that you could say to any person on the planet, go play that game and they'll get something out of it if it got reviewed that well. Yeah. Um, I feel like Mario is just, it's a known quantity. It's always super solid. It's always super good. You know what you're getting and then you play it and it is what it is. And they've perfected it over a trillion iterations of Mario and you play it and you go, yeah, it's really good. What what are you going to subtract a point from Mario for? Mm. Like, uh, he was... His Wahoo sounded slightly less enthused this go around. Like, yeah. it, it's a known quantity and they're not bad at it. Like, the, honestly, I'm shocked people don't just universally give it a perfect score because it's just the game. But I don't love Mario games. Mm. So I'm not, I have zero interest in playing this game because I've played a bajillion of them. Mm. And I don't think that the pipes get weird and wiggle around is enough for me to go. Yeah, baby. This is going to really set. Oh, it turns into an elephant now. Mm. Hot damn. This changes everything. Yeah, like, but to their credit, you got to re you got to go deeper than that cuz the the game the way the game is being described by some of the more glowing takes and I'm talking about, you know, full-fledged written reviews. It, they they are they're comparing it to the best Mario's ever been. And then if you get into the minutiae of it, it isn't just simply I'm an elephant for a second. Are these pipes get wiggly? It's not like that. There's like more. There's more to it than that. It's a rough angle to come from, considering Spider-Man has had a lot of games too. Maybe I don't know who wins in the mo- probably Mario wins most games made, but I, I, oh yeah, most games probably. Yeah. Well, we're dealing. We're not dealing with the scores fresh don't don't matter. IP on the on the on the other side. Yeah, scores yeah, I don't. Just, I mean, that's a whole separate thing. Scores. I I agree. They don't really in the end matter. What you get out of a game is more important than any score that you read but if you just go by the metrics and look at what cumulatively has a has accrued the best scores of the year bg3 being one of those servedly so and then three other nintendo titles i think it's interesting for Bo to posit the idea that there's a a hit not even an intentional bias like a weird little hidden bias that we don't even know we're doing because it's like mario venerable series been around forever and yet they still innovate and make great games. I mean, maybe there's something to that. Maybe you're right. There is a bias because like Blizzard can't launch anything without getting shit on all day. It's like the reverse, right? Like Nintendo doesn't let people play games on Twitch or YouTube very easily. They shit on mods. I, the first thing I looked at was somebody modded Wonder to add F-bombs in it and they sent oh, legal yeah. notices. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah they, 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 they like shit on everything that makes like, you know, open source like good. Like they're, they're so closed off. Their devices are always one resolution step behind the other devices. Mm. Um, yeah, they're innovative in the controller department, but uh, they have positives. And I'm not saying they're bad games. I'm just saying overall, it's like, you know, other companies be like, they have crunch. Their game sucks, you know, <laughs> but but Nintendo's like, they do awful things too, but we love their games. They're 10 out of 10. It's like, 
are you guys talking about? Like, I played Zelda for an hour. Not that special. Well, like, it's the thing is, know, they like, never they never good, sell like, you, they never you, sell they a talk broken about it. Like, it's yeah. I just think it's family oriented, easily identifiable as family oriented. There's a customer type that likes mm. that style that doesn't get a lot of it. There's plenty of realistic looking games like Spider Man. You know that sort of Unreal Engine up your butt. <laughs> you know, genre or whatever. The Unreal you know Engine I mean? up, like, your butt up your butt genre. genre. Yeah, like yeah. they're just they're squeezing out such high de- fidelity graphics, they're gonna blow your butt into the atmosphere. You know that kind right. of <laughs> that kind of it's that kind of game, right? It's like look at the water particles. You yeah, know? there's a lot of Mario's that. not trying to impress anyone. Mm. Um, they do it with the gameplay game, though. The gameplay is no, where no, they the impress. Gameplay is great. Like yeah. John said, we've done uh, jump inside, <laughs> move left and jump. Like yeah, it's, <laughs> they nailed it. See, I, um, See, I agree with you up to a point, but I think that's selling it short. I think saying, oh, jump left, jump right. That's not what this game is. The game I, I isn't old oh, is. Mario. It 100% no. just, is what I'm this game no, is. It and isn't. it's fine. Off. There's a lot of people who like that. And they, they're going to feel attacked because they're like, it's like you. You're saying, no, it's not what that is. It is what that is. If that's all it they, was, if it was just jump left, jump right, I promise you. It would be panned. It would be panned in the reviews. People would hate this game. No, because you still have to do a good job of it, and they're doing a good job of it. But I'm not going to play this game and go, oh my gosh, my opinions on Mario have been forever changed. This is the one that did it, even though that's what the review scores would say. Well, how would you? How it's, do you know it won't? You you, you, you haven't played it. How do so you know? You have I've done you it enough times with buy. other Mario games <laughs> to know that that is true. I mean, part of which you should buy, and you said they're both reviewing well, which is congratulations to them. Yeah, they all are but doing good. But my decision-making would be like, man, Spider-Man seems much cooler than Wonder. You know, like Wonder... I'll just say it from my perspective. I'll probably play it for 20 minutes, think it's cool, and move on to something else. But Man. Spider-Man, I might actually play. You're, 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 I, you're, here's, here's what I think, Scott. I think you should get Mario. For one, yeah, Bo and I have just pissed off a legion of people. <laughs> and at least they can find some some ally in you. Two, this is your type of game. Like, this isn't my type of game. Guess what? As universally lauded as Baldur's Gate 3 was, there's going to be people who play that game and go, I can see why people like it, but it's not for me. That's all I'm saying with Mario. I've played Mario games before. I've never played, not since Mario 64, have I played a Mario game that made me transcend the way I think about gaming. Mm. Like, it, they've been good. Well, like, I love Mario it in a Galaxy. Bit. Like, like, it doesn't <laughs> like, have to be transcendent, right? Like, it's a high bar. Yeah. No, but if Is it's it one of the highest rated fun? video games of all time, that kind of, of is setting a high bar. Yeah, it's right? third like, on the it's third on that list. Not all time, 2023. Yeah, just 2023. Sure. And 2023 it's also, is a real good year in gaming, too, though. It's also yeah, the but, third uh, down on the list of four. So it's not actually, you know, it's not like it's higher than BG3 is the highest I, it, of the year. It's like disposable income. Like once you're over 90, it doesn't matter. It's like, you know, I like, bet it's like a your phenomenal. Your first 20,000 does a lot for your life, but when you're making 200,000, the extra 20,000, you won't even miss it if it wasn't there. Mm. And that's, so these scores in this range, it doesn't, it, the rankings don't matter. They're all great games. They're high quality releases. Um, we can all get behind that and agree. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I just like to knock 10 points off of Nintendo stuff because I know I will feel that way when I play them. People will say they're the best things ever. And I'll be like, I'm not having that much fun. Case in point, Breath mm. of the Wild, which I tried to play three times. Mm. And 
is boring. <laughs> so I'm sorry. It doesn't mean the game is boring. It means I find it, it means boring. means you found it boring, and, yeah. And so I always knock about 10 points off because Nintendo games don't do it for me. I add and, points to Star yeah. Wars games because I like Star Wars, and it can be a mediocre Star Wars game, but because I like Star Wars, a game that's a 70, a C game, would probably be a B to me. Okay. Because I will see past the faults in favor of the things I like. I'm not trying to tell Nintendo people that they like bad games. Mario's great. I've played a lot of fun Mario games. It's I see people say, say I like said not so even not even Galaxy. <laughs> like I like I liked Galaxy. Yeah, but Galaxy's Mario awesome. 64 felt like a different ball game to me. Like it felt like it changed gaming for me. It changed gaming for and everyone. I, I, I think. don't think Super Mario Wonder is not going to do that, but I bet it's really probably good. not. Probably not. But what it will do. So I, this is one part I didn't say. Part of the reason this even is an argument is I've been playing so much open world, big games full of life, like cities, cyberpunk, <laughs> freaking Mirage, all these games where it's just giant open world sandbox games. Nothing wrong with that. I love them. They're one of my favorite places to be. But I think that's why it might be appealing to me a little bit because I'm like, oh, well, I can do something other than open world for a while. So I don't know. That might well, be maybe why. maybe that's you need maybe it needs to be Mario. I had the similar enjoyment of Metroid Dread. I thought Metroid Dread was very good. Yeah. And it was not open world, it was Metroidvania, and yeah. I liked it. So maybe that's just what you're I don't know if we were helpful. Were you asking to help or just no, I think this has been, this is, this is not, <laughs> I'll, I'll say helpful. it this way. This has been entirely unhelpful. However, it's been really good content for the show. <laughs> I, so, I gave you a vote. I think you should do, I think you should do Super Mario Wonder. And I think from a practical reason, someone on the show has to play it. It's clearly not going to be Bo. Um, it's not, not going to be, be you guys. May as well can be you, me. Can you, can you do, so on your, on the live stream check, because this has riled people up. Let's get, let's get a poll going. Yeah, we could do a poll. Let me do a poll. So, right let's quick. do a benefit. If you do watch live, you you get a benefit of of some some okay. polling. I'm going to start a people poll. People listening know you. Which game should Scott play? Yeah, think first. about Scott, not about yourself. Mario, like what Scott. And likes. I think Scott will like this type of game. He gets he gets awestruck every time he plays a Kirby game. Like, and and I think there is merit. I'm once I get off this cyberpunk train, even though. I'm kind of, we'll get to it with what we played. Like I completely understand why Scott is looking for a palate cleanser. Yeah. I'm kind of looking for a palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. I went from, you know, you do Baldur's Gate to uh cyberpunk. Like it's been a lot of just massive, long story driven games. And I think there is something to be said about, okay, I don't want a game that I need to invest like that into. And I think you can do a lot worse than Mario. I'm not going to go find my Switch for Mario Wonder. And if that offends you, that's your problem. <laughs> find like, your Switch. <laughs> it's not just dust it off and charge it. It's literally, you got to find that bastard. It's I somewhere. don't know where it is. Uh, <laughs> I, d- I have no idea. I didn't go find it for Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I'm not going to go find it for Mario Wonder. Mm. Like, But that's not me saying Mario Wonder is a bad game. They're lying to you. I'm sure a lot of you are going to like it. Go ahead and like it. I don't think Mario has been a game changer in a long time. I think they've made plenty of fun games. I've played a lot of them. I played the hat Mario game, whichever one that was, which one was the one with the hat? Oh, uh, that was Odyssey. Amazing game. Loved it. Loved Odyssey. Yeah, it's, that was all right. That's that was a, okay. I think it's p- quite possibly the best 3d Mario ever made. And I love 64 and I love, I even, I'm even one of those weirdos that liked, um, 
the spray one. Uh, uh, sunshine. Sunshine. I like sunshine. I thought it was. I fun. thought sunshine was okay. Yeah. I thought I thought sunshine was okay. I played it and I thought, well, how are they ever going to make a Mario game without a jetpack after this? Which, you know, like, <laughs> they immediately they, got rid of it. Then they then that's all they did. <laughs> they yeah. never made it with a jetpack after that. But uh, I, I've liked plenty of Mario games, but it's a known quantity, so it's very easy for me to go, ah, I don't need it. Yeah, no, I get it. Well, okay, but that's probably going to be the way I go it. so we can talk about it on the show, but also I need to charge my Switch. I mean, I haven't touched my Switch forever. That thing just sits there. I'm, I'm sorry, Scott. I really derailed it with my opening comments. No, I no, no, no. No, it's good content. Besides, uh, the poll just ended. Here, I'll end the poll. Let's, go, let's look at our results. So, uh, where is it? 75% Mario, 24% Spider-Man. One person abstained from voting because I forgot to put a dash between spider and man. No, that is true. You did misspell it. Yeah. Spider-Man has a, has a dash. I was trying to I mean, haul you know Why Spider-Man has a hyphen? Here's a fun story. All right, go. Spider-Man has a hyphen because Stan Lee did not want anybody to mix up Superman and Spider-Man. And he felt that it looked too similar without the hyphen. So he put the hyphen in it. This story gets even funnier when you know that there is a typo in, I don't remember what issue of Amazing Spider-Man, but an early one, like yeah. Amazing Spider-Man number three, where they they're, accidentally they're, call him Superman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's literally was published in the book. Someone, I think it's Doc Ock. It might be the first appearance of Doc Ock refers to him as Superman. Really? So it was there to avoid confusion. And then Marvel literally accidentally put it into the comic book themselves. I love it. That's an amazing story. I didn't know that story. I pride yeah. myself on knowing these weird comic uh, anecdotes. I did not know that one. That one's amazing. He also gets called by the wrong name in his first actual issue. So he, he debuted an amazing fantasy when they finally gave him his own comic book. Or was it amazing fantasy? I think it was. Yeah. Anyway, when he finally got his own comic book, uh, he was not Peter Parker. What was the name? Shut he accidentally up. called him by a different name in the comic book for one issue only. Donald Gunderson. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping Parker. Bo would have a good fake name. That's amazing. That's good. You know what I've learned about Canadians while John's looking that up? You guys are great at pulling out bullshit names. And I love it. Uh, I wish I had the skill of doing that as well. As you guys I, I, did. I don't <laughs> Peter I Palmer. Just, I would have just stopped that's what they that's what they yeah. called him. Peter Palmer. In Peter the first Palmer episode, or first issue was that meant to yeah, be Pete. his name or was that an accident? No, it was an accident because oh he had God. previously been called Parker before he got his own book. What? Peter Palmer. 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 Developers. Peter Palmer. Developers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know what's funny is uh, I just saw something about this. Older comics sometimes accidents would happen like that, and one of them was I don't remember what this issue was or what the comic was. But someone had given the letterer instructions. This was all, you know, hand done lettering back then. Yeah. And gave them instructions about what they're supposed to do on a certain page. And so one of the word, word bubbles, everything's great on all the dialogue until they get to this word bubble where the word bubble in all caps and bolded is uh, stuff like try and keep away from left margin. Um, no more than 22 point type, you know, like, like instructions. 
but they're in the yeah. bubble. <laughs> the guy thought it was dialogue. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, I love that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. That stuff is amazing. I'll give you one more that's uh, a, a risque this, but fun what, one. Is this what you get to know about if you don't like doing things? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you just stay at home and you learn a bunch you of You got a third one? <laughs> yeah, I got a third one. You know all the typos in the run of uh, the this one's This one might be well known. I'll see if Scott knows this all one. Right. Do you know... Why the character Power Girl, you know Power Girl? Yeah, Power Girl, yeah. Do you know why she is so buxom? Um, I should know <laughs> this because Jerry Conway, who listens to the shows, by the way, the creator oh. of Power Girl and Man-Thing and uh, Gwen Stacy's death and a bunch of others. Uh, he was co-creator of The Punisher. The guy is a big-time comic guy. Shout out to Jerry. I hey, love Jerry. Jerry Conway. He's if a great he's dude. listening to this, amazing because he did. Uh, he did Spider Man: Renew Your Vows, which got me back into comics. Oh my gosh, he's I responsible for that. For I'm gonna have to tell yeah. him that. He'll love to hear that if he doesn't hear this episode. But anyway, um, uh, I'm gonna say that I think I heard this story. Oh shit! Though what? Okay, why does she have big boobs? You have to tell it's us. It's been a long time, so I can't. I, I'm going to be careful about who I put the fault on, but I believe it was an artist that was getting frustrated for whatever reason, and just decided they were going to start drawing her boobs bigger and bigger every issue until somebody said something. So someone noticed, and wow. nobody said anything oh. for a very long time. <laughs> and it got to a very ridiculous size. And then by the time it was caught, there was no turning back. Damn, so dude. Power was, Girl, known cannon. for being a mm-hmm. bit ample, it and it is cannons. the result of a rogue artist just having a bit of fun and trying to play a joke. And uh, nobody caught on in time and uh, made comic book history as a result. Amazing. Maybe they thought the spider bit her boob and that made them oh, go bigger. Oh, two double up spider bites. Maybe the spider got caught between them and just said, I'm fine. I'm biting both boobs and they're going to grow until you guys do <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> he was trying to claw his way out desperately. He bit both. There you go. That makes perfect sense to me. Oh, one quick thing before I forget. I picked up that um, Elite Series 2 controller. Um, oh, I wanted to show this leather? off a little. It. It's oh, got that nice. cool metal uh, what, D-pad what, what, thing. What is, the, what is the black stuff? Is it leather? Or uh, it is leather? grippy. I wouldn't. It's definitely not leather, but it's grippy. It's not. It's like rubberized, but it's unlike the other. Regular controllers don't have this grip stuff. Um, what I didn't know, so it's, it's meaty, it's heavy, it feels, you know, like it's meant for more than your average controller, and I, <laughs> and I like that about it. Also got a really good price, which helps. Um, what I wasn't expecting to like or even notice was these um, analog sticks. They're on metal, like a large metal bearing. And they're so like, I can't even explain. I can't do it with sound. You got to feel it to know what I'm saying. They're just so smooth. And the balls in this, they're not the same as the plastic stuff you're used to. Um, I like this a lot. It's nice. Chances are, though, next year they're going to release like some, nice balls. Huh? They got really nice balls. <laughs> I like the I like the trigger throw uh, adjustment, and I know this was in the series one as well. But you can make it so they pull short if you want them to, or even really short, like short buttons or deep. Um, and I find the mid the mid setting to be just really comfortable and easy to use for shooters and stuff. And I'll get to those later that I've been playing them. But I really like this thing. Very happy with it. Mm. Yeah, Although, I promise you, I took more away from what you said than the word "balls and deep." But 
That's is the it, first two uh, words that come to mind based on your review. It's, it's, a, it's Elite. It's called, it's called it's by the Xbox Series Elite. They had a Series 1. John has that one. Yeah, um, somewhere. Somewhere. And the Series 2 came out, I think, last year or year before. Maybe last year. I don't remember. What's the satellite dish for? Uh, satellite. Oh, this thing. That's your D-pad. See? Oh, and uh, it's great. I didn't think I was going to like it. I actually really like the D-pad. I thought this looked weird, and it seems it's metal. It's changeable, right? Yes. Or is you can that swap not it out. the case? Like, you can, you can swap it for more traditional. Yeah, all this stuff is swappable. That's one other thing about it. It's modular. So the, the analog sticks, you can take out, get long, stocky ones if you want, or longer. It's not like you're going to be way up here or something, but... Um, you can swap out the back paddle stuff. You can swap out trigger there. Everything is like customizable, however you want to use it. But in its like current state, I'm pretty happy with this. And the D pad feels great. Love it. Anyway, big fan. Uh, someone in the chat says they got drift on theirs after two weeks. We'll see after two weeks. I haven't had any problems yet. Um, but these analog sticks just feel like they feel like expensive things. And I'm not used to that for my analog sticks. There's like, I don't know, kind of a metal. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but I'm I'm currently sort of into it. I'm into that controller a lot. I like it. I like a good controller, and I can plug it into my PC, take it to my Xbox, where use it wherever I want to, Bo. You know? Would you say it has a hearty feeling? It has a hearty feeling. Yeah, like soup. I would say the the Xbox, even the what vanilla, the amateur controller mm-hmm. also feels pretty. No, they're good. I like them because they're workaday controllers. That's one thing I, I will give Microsoft. They may not have all the fancy stuff that my PS5 controller has, and there's nothing wrong with this. I like this controller too, but this feels like plastic, and it's, you know, these sticks aren't, they don't feel meaty, doesn't feel heavy. Uh, what this controller does is amazing, though, with like the dual sense stuff and all that, and I like it. But Microsoft has always made a, just a beefy, construction quality controllers. It's like, grr, you know, like this is going to last. I'm going to drop it. It's going to be fine. I like that. <laughs> I like that you said it like it's going to happen. It's going to happen at some I'm point. I'm going to drop this controller. It's going to hit try. this hard floor and I'm going to be pissed as hell, but it's going to still work and not even show anywhere. And that's what that's exciting. Uh, all right, let's move to our big topic this week. The one we missed last week by a sheer number of puny hours. Here we go. Uh, you probably are, have heard all about this, everybody, but the ABK Microsoft uh, acquisition or Microsoft's acquisition of ABK, that's Activision Blizzard King, went through and happened. They celebrated by, on Friday last week, putting up a video that I thought was pretty great. It was maybe a little over the top, but I liked it. Uh, showing a bunch of game franchises all coming together in a big montage. So you had stuff that they already have. You know, shots of uh, various Bethesda games here and there and and Microsoft properties, Halo stuff, all this interdispersed with like, things like, ooh, there's World of Warcraft. And they have a little part where Chris Metzen's talking about home and family. And then they move on to, um, uh, to other stuff. You see Inarius walking in there looking for, for his ex-wife. You know, that kind of thing. And it was all like, <laughs> uh-huh. we're all here. Oh, and Call of Duty. So you got Price and, and all those guys going, Call of Duty. And one big video with some really cool, great music, very crescendo-y and exciting. And I'm sure that sat on somebody's hard drive for like three months because they haven't been able to release it. And that cracks me up to think about it. Um, but yeah, it happened. We're done. A uh, few key questions people have had, though, about this deal now that it's over. What of Bobby Kotick? Bobby Kotick will leave at the end of the year. Uh, that's sooner than anyone expected. 
quite honestly. There's always a transition. You don't just do it day of. It's not like on Friday, Phil's going to get up and go, see ya, Bobby. It doesn't work that way. So they're going to do it, you know, very uh, shareholder-friendly sort of transition. But he's out of here at the end of 2023, which isn't that far away. So Revel for his yeah. departure, fear for his return. Yeah, I don't want him back ever in any context. He can go hang out. Go have lunch with uh, uh, the guy from Unity, uh, uh, Bart. Yeah, Don Docatello. Don Docatello. That was it. Yep. Riccatello and him can go be friends, make sweet love to each other in the back of their expensive car, whatever they want to do. But he's not going to be there anymore. Um, he. Uh, the oh, and the other big thing was suddenly everybody had questions about whether or not all the games were heading to Game Pass right away. And they had already said that when this goes through, do not expect Game Pass to get these games from Blizzard or Activision or even King until next year. They had already said this months ago. But they have to keep reiterating it now. Partially, my theory is, uh, is because Diablo showed up on Steam on Friday uh, without too much advance warning. It just was there and had an introductory discount and was there to be there for season two's launch and all that stuff. Like Steam just suddenly had Diablo 4 uh, kind well, of out of nowhere. we knew it was coming that day, though. We did. You knew more than any of us. You had picked it, right? You were the one that said Diablo was the next game. Well, that is true, but we did know when it was hitting Steam as well. Did we? we? It was Yes, they said it was coming to Steam and it was going to coincide with the launch of Season 2. I missed which that. Is exactly what happened. Oh, I missed that because I thought it was a big surprise. Well, anyway, I think that's why a lot of people are asking, well, if you're doing this, you guys are hauling ass. Let's go ahead and get it all in Game Pass. Well, like, no, they let's... also they also did it with Bethesda yeah. um, when, when that happened and they... You know, they were like, "Hey, we we've got Bethesda. A bunch of Bethesda games popped up on Game Pass. Yeah. So there was some curiosity if there was going to be a big surprise, just like, "Hey, check out all these Activision titles popping up because this deal happened." And they're saying, "No, that's don't anticipate that." I think one downside. Obviously, would, it didn't happen. Yeah, I think one downside would be this: that maybe they have a harder time on the Blizzard side. For example, if I like, I really want them to have a transition service so i can move my diablo stuff to steam and i know they already have they already support cross-platform saves and stuff i don't mean that i mean it would be nice if there was a migration so you've bought the game on pc on the battlenet thing well if i want that over on steam i'd like to migrate it and that means i wouldn't be able to play it on battlenet anymore but i can have it on steam because i've already paid 70 bucks for that game Something like that would be nice. Yeah, um, they don't want you to do that. They want you to buy the game. They do again. want me to buy it again. And I and know. not only do they want you to buy the game again, they want you to buy a new special edition version of the game. That's true. If you would be so kind. Yeah. Like don't uh, you can buy a base game, but why buy a base game when you can buy a collector's edition? Yeah, why not? Why can, if I can get a puppy in a backpack, why wouldn't I do that? Um yeah, anyway, I don't know. Like I don't I don't know how soon in twenty twenty four, but I think that's about what I expected, it doesn't seem crazy to me that those games, including, you know, Heroes and everything else, could show up on Game Pass pretty quickly within the next year. The bigger question is, they were so quick in getting Diablo there. Oh, I sorry, let me back up. I heard from somebody who either worked at Blizzard or knew people who did, but I promised I wouldn't share his name. He said that Diablo was supposed to launch on Steam simultaneously 
during its launch on Battle.net. So the actual original D4 launch dates, what was that, June, July, whatever it was. I don't remember now. Was it June? Uh, it was okay. Oh my gosh. What, what, no, it was what? like April, wasn't it? Was it, it was April? Much earlier this year. It might have been April. The original yeah. plan was to do day and date Steam uh, for Diablo 4, but they couldn't because of some, there's some big technical hurdles with the way Battle.net does stuff, and that was the big hang up. And so this was supposed to happen already. They're making it seem like it's a big deal just to kind of have it as a big blowout for season two, blah, blah, blah. Um, do you want to get into who won the bet, though, now? Yeah, on Diablo? let's do it. All right. Let's so do it. John's you, original you, notion that it would be the next game, you get some partial points for that, I believe. You yes, said, I looked it up. I, I did my homework because uh, I, I love being right, which is going to make the later parts of this discussion harder. But um, <laughs> I went and listened to the episode to hear what everybody's predictions were. And uh, it was actually Scott whose prediction was that the second game on uh, Steam was going to be Heroes of the Storm. I thought it was Bo just because Bo likes Heroes so much. All right. Uh, but Scott said he thought it was going to be Heroes of the Storm or the Blizzard Arcade. Yeah. Uh, and he said, I guarantee it's going to be one of those two. Uh, Bo, when asked, Bo was a bit indecisive. He he didn't really pick anything. And then me being impatient, I thought Bo was going to take my answer <laughs> of Diablo 4. Yeah. And so <laughs> when Bo went, it. well, maybe, I cut him off and said, don't take mine. It's Diablo four. <laughs> and, uh, and so I hijacked it. So yes, I was right about what the second game was, but we did a new bet yeah, last week. The new bet was the steam reviews. were going to be right. Cause we, you know, the, the, the state of things for overwatch two on steam are pretty abysmal, overwhelmingly negative, And they have been for a while. And we all agreed that it, this wasn't going to be a fair fight when it landed there. Like there weren't going to be people who are like, well, now that it's here, I'm just going to review it as if it's a good game or whatever. And no, they want there are people that are just sniping Blizzard, and that's fine. Do what you want to do, but we knew there would be negative reviews just for the sake of it. So the question was, was it going to be somewhere in the positive range, mixed, mostly negative, or overwhelmingly negative? I chose mixed. John chose mostly negative. Bo said overwhelmingly negative. Now I don't, we didn't give it a time frame. Like how long are we going to let reviews compile before? We no, we did. That we score. said we would decide a winner by the show after it launched. We did? Okay. Show. All right. Yes. I'm glad we did that because that's all we've got here. Uh, I'm happy to report that I won. Uh, it's mixed currently right now. So take that. Go home with your leg between your legs. Or wait, your tail between your legs. Your leg between your legs. <laughs> <laughs> you put your leg between your legs and go home. Yeah. Uh, I will say this, though. Just to give yeah. Bo and I our, our, our little props, our little kudos. Um, and to you, too, Scott, because you said you thought you had a good chance of winning this because, as you pointed out, in order to review it, people were going to have to buy the game. Right. So unlike Overwatch 2, where you could install it, launch it, and then you know spend no money, you can go and give it a bad review, you were going to at least be temporarily in the hole for some money to leave a bad review, and your review is going to say, you know, played barely any and product refunded or whatever. Right, a little red So uh, there was a lot of extra steps if you wanted to review Bomb Diablo 4. Yeah. And you said that's why you thought it was going to be mixed. I think that's exactly why it's mixed. Yeah, I do too. Um, I, think I think it'd be less. Was, if this was a free-to-play game, Bo would have been right. Well, if this, yeah, if this was a free-to-play game, Bo not only would have been right, but I also think justifiably a lot of people would have 
I mean, I'm probably right if, <laughs> people, if everyone who, who bought the game could leave a review. Maybe then it would be right. And, and I think that is what I'm getting at. If you do go and look at the reviews, you can see people's general opinion of the reviews. And the negative reviews are being elevated significantly by a lot of people flagging it as a positive review. Yeah. Whereas the positive reviews are generally being pushed lower. While that doesn't change the overall score, I do think that that shows the sentiment that Bo and I were anticipating is still there, although not impacting the overall review of the game. I think I still look, there's a lot of things Blizzard has done in the last three years that I have a hard, big hard problem with and a, and a bit of a falling out with, but I still think whatever people are allowed to do whatever they want, but overwatch two, and then this getting negative reviews just for the sake of saying blizzards dead, you know, or whatever the review says. Some of those are just like that is bullshit because this is a good game. It may not be perfect yet. It may not still, it may not still be up to whoever had whatever standards they have, but it's still an amazing action RPG. It is still the OG. It is still the GOAT, the series is. And I think 4 is a great game, like legitimately a great game. I don't think, I, I hate this kind of review culture because I think we should have a forum for complaining about Blizzard. I just don't know why it's reviews. Maybe that's because that's all they have. We talked about this, so I don't want to rehash it. Yeah, we it, did. But, this is where it's at. Yeah. I think this is spot on. I actually think it's a great review system. Um, the problem is it's binary, right? Like, there, there's no there's no scale. It's do you recommend Diablo 4 or don't you? And I've said for I feel like I got my money's worth. I even bought the more expensive version and I got a decent, uh, uh, I would say, above average experience for the base game. I think that the end game that I participated in, the direction of the game at end game, a lot of the systems that are in place at the time that I was playing uh, are bad. If you ask me, do I recommend Diablo 4 to somebody? No, I would give it a thumbs down. Like, and that's me saying the game is good, but I would give it an ultimately negative because I don't think I would recommend this game to somebody right now. Mm. That's where my head is at. That's not me trying to shit on Diablo. I think that the game needs fixing. I think that's apparent to anybody who's been paying attention to the things they themselves have said. Season 2 has a lot of cool features in it, but a lot of those features are fixing things that didn't work in the game and changing the way things worked in the game because it wasn't a good system out of the gate. Mm. That does not indicate a game that is easy to recommend because everything's working as intended. Mm. And Steam being a binary, like, do you recommend this game, yes or no? Like, again, my review would be, I really liked leveling through the campaign. If that's what matters to you, then this is great. Overall, I wouldn't recommend the game. Hmm. What if they said all I want to do is just play the story? Well, that's why it? that would have been in my review. Oh, that's if a good point. All you want to do is play the game. Sure, get it. But overall, I wouldn't recommend the game. Like that's that's where my head's at with Diablo. I've also said the past two weeks, I think the things they're changing are really good. Give me hope for the direction of that game. For the record, I love Diablo 3. I think Diablo 3 is a great game, and I would have given a don't buy on Diablo 3 right after it came out. Some games evolve into greatness. Some games come out great right away. I think Diablo 4 has potential. 
but I don't think it's there. Uh, it wasn't there when I stopped playing. I haven't played season two. We'll talk to Bo, and I, I imagine I've heard a lot of really good things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear your take, Bo, on this whole thing. When we, but we'll save it for your section. Me too. Which but the sections about uh, the per- the purchase of uh, <laughs> about ABK yeah. getting bought. Yeah, but ABK getting bought. So I don't want to. You know, <clears> good point. We'll save it. On, you know, All we, good. We, uh, Phil says yeah. he wants to revive old IPs. Somebody asked him in an interview. It's like, well, now you got a bunch of IPs like Zork and Hexen, and you know, a dozen dozens of other old Sierra games and things like that. And he, you know, said what he probably was going to say no matter what. But I think I believe him. He really wants to. He's like stoked to bring some of that stuff back. In what form? How they do it? I don't know. Um, you know, I think the the great the harbinger of how this should be done. Doom Doom 2016 is a good example of this. How do you how do you take something as venerable as Doom, as fundamental to to video games as Doom was, as certainly to shooters and if not to gaming in general and certainly PC gaming? How do you do that next? And 2016 figured it out. Even three couldn't quite figure it out. Three has its has its moments, but it's not you know it's not what we wanted. So 2016 is what we wanted. Uh, Eternal is more of what we wanted. How did they do that? How did they pull that off? I hope it's those kinds of that kind of thinking that goes into each of these games. Because I don't just want Hexen for the sake of Hexen. I want Hexen. I want a really well, awesome, thought out. You know what is what the hell is Hexen and what is it today? Um, that sort of thing. So that made me happy to hear him say that. Uh, so they're not just going to keep some of that stuff dead. Although I will, uh, I got a prediction. Zork, text, text-based adventure, right? That's how Zork is. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, here's what I think they're going to do. We're making Zork predictions today? They're going to, I am. They're going to take Zork and they're going to use it as a way to test something. They're going to they're gonna make Zork 100% AI-driven narrative text-based game, which actually should excel at doing that because that's right now that's what AI is really good at. So give it large language model responses You'd have to create some walls so that you can't just go insane. But that world would be hugely dynamic. And this is a use case for AI that I really like. And still make it text-based. Put it on phones. Because then you've you got a big mobile thing. You know, do that. Make some mobile money. That's where Zork will end up. And have it do text-to-speech, too. Yeah, you could totally do that without That'd any trouble. Cool. Yeah. You play it on your phone completely, like while you're riding your bike or something. But I want it still to be text-based. It could be audio, but no, I don't want any visuals. The fun of Zork is not, is your imagination. It's a little yeah. like D&D that way. I, I, like this, I like this prediction. Yeah. I like it. I'd, I'd check that out. Yeah. Absolutely. I'd play the I shit out of great. that. I mean, was, we played around on the show. I think, you know, there was an AI that was experimenting with that sort of idea. Um, and I remember us trying that on the show where it was like, you know, we got webbed up, we had to get away from spiders and it would, Oh yeah. yeah. A lot they of have those ways to, dungeon mastered, uh, chat bots. Yeah. The, like that stuff's really fun. I think it's a really cool application of AI. And, uh, I think that that stuff could be really, really neat. Yeah. I, I think that would be a super fun thing. It's play, a weird, it's a hard because with. we try to separate or we, we have the separation with AI. We think of the, these modern, image generators and people's stuff being, you know, fed into a machine and then not getting credit for it and all the political ramifications of AI. Like that's become the conversation lately, but it wasn't that many years ago where the three of us or anyone else 
would sit around and go, oh man, you see the, the way the AI worked in Half-Life was revolutionary for the time. I can't wait to see what shooters do next. So we're excited about advancements in artificial intelligence in gaming. And so I'm trying really hard to just separate my problems with AI and the potential of AI in gaming. And, and, and it feels like that's a good place for it. Well, you know? and you need to, because like, again, it's going to happen. Uh, that's why the conversation around AI can get really frustrating for me. Like I get, especially I got a lot of artists as friends. Mm-hmm. I definitely get the anxiety and the fear around it, but anxiety and fear isn't going to prevent it from happening. And my issue with the conversation around AI is it's like a bunch of people hearing that a hurricane's coming and all they want to talk about is how much they don't like hurricanes. <laughs> well, it's, and the same, it's, like, it's the same bias people have against nuclear energy. Like nuclear energy is fairly Same clear. thing. But exactly. Everyone's like zombies and bombs hmm. and uh, Chernobyl. And it's like coal's way worse. Like the actual, you know, anyways. But everyone thinks... Uh, magic nuclear stuff makes Spider-Man. It's not the most, you know, it's not the most productive conversation. It's like, yeah, you can talk about how much you don't like hurricanes, but I think the time would be better spent planning for it, deciding what you need to do about it, deciding what we should do about it collectively. Like, those are the important things to talk about and figure out, not all just gather around and try and yell a hurricane away because we don't like it. It's coming. Yeah. So, and I think that, I think that the important thing, that's why I don't like people that just instantly label AI bad because it's like, you're doing that to try and shout down the hurricane. Don't do that. Mm. Just like, if you want to have a progressive talk about it, figure out how to adapt to it coming and then let people talk about their applications and things that they want around it. Yeah. You know what I realized though, the other day, this is where I get worried about AI. I'm not actually worried about innovation in legitimate business or in legitimate entertainment or whatever. I'm less worried about that. Where I'm worried about it is the other day I use this 11 labs thing to do voice stuff sometimes. And I've trained it on my voice so I can make all kinds of stuff that sounds just like me. And it's remarkably good. And I realized, oh my gosh, somebody could train my voice, including me, if I wanted to, um, have that thing ready to go on a soundboard, call my 85-year-old mother and say, mom, I'm in trouble. I'm in in a prison in uh, Uruguay. I killed 14 people and uh, also they want to, you know, whatever, whatever <laughs> yeah, thing they want to say. $50 for bail. Can you say I mean, people are doing and, that and getting away with it without the right, AI. Voice. Exactly. So yes, exactly. Like, yes. It's already a big deal. They do it with text. They do it with other stuff when they, when they take people's phones, but now there's like this brand new way. And I, you know, it's, you can go that'll down. Put, a, but that pushes more towards a Blade Runner future where everyone will have to have vid phones. Like you won't trust an audio. The reason in Blade Runner they use video phones or even in Star Trek is because you can't just trust an audio only signal. You have to see the face. It's more work. It's still fakeable, but not as much. Yeah. And it's but then the, right. seeing that catches up though, eventually we're going to be doing, there'll be real time video AI. Yeah, and then you'll, and then what we'll have to do is like a uh, breathalyzer imprint uh, authentication <laughs> finally, on the phone. We finally found a use for the blockchain guys. You got, okay, what's Woo! your, what's your emergency blockchain number? No, you got to give me that a, if you want me to do you something. You say that. Imprint. 
Breath you say that though, John. That actually is true. What you're saying uh-huh. is true. Uh-huh. And yes. it, we all got all bunged up in <laughs> NFTs and this and that and Bitcoin and everything. At the end of the day, the the rock solid impenetrable verification that that technology provides might be the answer to all of our security needs moving uh-huh. into this new world. No, no. Uh-huh. I think I think uh-huh. you might be right. Let's peer to peer. It'll be peer to peer. It'll be it'll be tyranny. It won't be peer to peer and open source. It's gonna be chaos. But this is what I mean, Scott. You actually gave a perfect example of what I'm talking about. I that is a legitimate fear, and all I want is for instead of uh, in this case you. I'm not saying you're doing this, but like as a example, instead of sitting there going, "Oh my God." It's going to be chaos. It's going to be so bad. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Call your grandmother and work out a system so that when it happens, she doesn't fall for it. Yeah, that'll Like, help. prep for it. Like, and I'm not saying that that's universally the solution to everything, but, like, instead of just doom and gloom, say, don't talk about AI. Treat it like a boogeyman. Let's start planning what was that, stuff. What was that movie you talked about earlier that was awkward with the parents? Oh, um... Or awkward. Uh, oh, going and seeing a history of violence in the theater. Yeah, I just oh, say yeah. that'll be your secret passphrase. Uh, so, how did the history of violence make us feel uncomfortable? Okay, it is indeed you. <laughs> I like it. I'm dude. sorry you killed those 14 people. Let me help you. Yeah, let me send you my five grand you're asking for, or whatever she needs to send. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's more to think about, but. Uh, ABK ain't thinking about that right now, unless they do his work. Uh, so to bring it back around. Oh, um, the other thing I wanted to mention is Phil said he has never been more excited about the future of Xbox than he is right now. That is corporate sound and speech, but it's still, I still believe the guy. There is something about we him. We have never been no ex- more excited. I, he's a good salesman. He's, he's a, good a good salesman, salesman. but I believe he's him. He wears Hexen shirts. He has weird nerd shit behind him in all his photos. He's a good salesman. You could he's say it's all made up, but look at us. We have all that same kind of shit. We're all actually into it. Uh, he he makes a lot uh, of money. Know. He could, he could <laughs> Grandma, retire tomorrow. I need you to send me 5K. I killed 14 people and I'm in a prison. <laughs> By the way, I'm wearing a Hexen shirt so you can trust me. I don't mean that. I just mean <laughs> I, I'm I'm a... People yeah, at their, I'm a people at their word kind of guy. If, uh, he seems to me to be genuinely into this, and and I don't think it's just yeah. executive well, money yeah. makes you happy yeah. about everything. I don't. I really don't. And if I'm wrong, okay, well, a little something will come out, and I'll be proved wrong. But right now, well, no, well, I mean, I'm teasing uh, you, but I get where you're coming from. Like you, we don't know. None of us know. People who think they know don't know, but what you can do is you can look at the evidence of things that he has said versus what we've seen. What's a good example of a story that we heard? We heard that when they acquired Bethesda, they went hands off with Redfall because they thought we don't want to bungle it up and get in and interfere. What did we hear from the Redfall developers? We really wish they were going to cancel this thing. There was a clear miscommunication there. Meanwhile, they said we had more time with Starfield. We were able to work more with them and help them get a game that they were proud of. So they can Regardless make more of how you feel about Starfield, <laughs> like there's a lot of people that don't like it, but best-selling game of the month, like did quite well. We're going to talk about that too. So there's nothing wrong with the Starfield. Evi- oh. The evidence is there <laughs> to back up things Phil has said with things we have seen. I think it is okay to give a level of benefit of the doubt, but 
Yes, we don't know. We don't know other people who are hearing this and going, he's a scumbag. You, well, you don't know either. Yeah, I'm yeah. just memeing Scott. I, I don't care. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not shitting on Starfield because I generally think that. But I think that game's great. Here's the thing, though. Like uh, when If Bobby Kotick said, I just uh, played video games last night, and if Phil Spencer said, <laughs> Phil Spencer said, I was playing video games last night, I believe Phil. I don't believe Bobby. Bobby hasn't played a game in probably 30 years. No, no. He's, he's it, playing it, the game of life for I'm real. I'm saying Scott. Phil yeah. is a good salesman. He's, he's not only the president, he's a subscriber. Yeah, you know? he like gets, he, he's a hair He boss. plays the games. That's the whole. He has this. a Game Pass account at the very <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, he's not firsthand making the things. And we know he's capable, even if he's directing the ship, bungles. Can happen under him, aka Redfall. Whoever's fault it is, doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, but a single it's game, like I can't. That, that that game, that was a cry and shame. Everything about sure, it. Sure, maybe I they learn a lesson and it never happens again. Yeah, I don't I'm look at that and go, it's, "Oh, it's, this it's is not a failure a, because they because of this one game from, from." I'm just saying he can say like, "I want to revive a bunch of stuff," and people go, "Okay, Phil, I guess so," and they just turn in. You know, we don't know. We'll see. I mean, Darren in the chat is right. Bobby won either way, but Bobby won. Bobby's yeah, win. He's an executive. Like if you were in business, you'd probably admire Bob. If you were like, you know, remember we talked about businessmen. Oh, they love him. But people really liked my conversation on this topic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but if positive you were like, feedback. Not a video game player, but you were like, man, I really want to be on a C-suite of a big corporation. You'd probably look up to a guy like Bobby. Yeah. Like, who gives who gives a care about who gives a crap about nerds and they're whining over microtransactions like. Give me money. Yeah. How do I make money? How do I make most money? Yeah. Show me, Bobby. Show me your money. Well, I you did know, hear from someone who now works for Microsoft, who used to work for, let's say, Activision Blizzard King, without getting too specific. And they and I asked them, I said, are they going to make you guys use, like, you know, Outlook oh, and freaking Teams? <laughs> you have to yes. use Microsoft Teams and all that. And he said, No. It's one of the first things we asked him. We have a we have custom stuff we built ourselves. And <laughs> Do we, we love have it. to use Teams? Yeah, <laughs> that's a lie. But my own computer's trying to make me use Teams. Well, it's because Windows is Windows. Bing. Yeah. It did it again. Opened up Bing, and I'm like, "What is going on with your computer?" But that's the point. They don't. They're not. I think that the goal here is to let these developers make what they make. Redfall being a weird exception of they wish they had interfered. That's a weird thing, though. I don't blame anybody but freaking Arcane for that. Arcane it's, owns it's, that bullshit. But it's the classic, like, um, it's the classic we bought you play. Yeah. Uh, you buy something that's generating lots of money doing well. Oh, yeah, we'll be hands off. You keep making that money. Once the money starts drying up or becoming dissatisfactory, well, well here yeah. come the fingers. Yeah. And here comes the meddling. So, I mean, Phil saying that stuff is like, of course, they're buying successful studios. Like, we don't want to mess with the formula. Just give it five years. They're going to mess with everything. You know, mm-hmm. like, that's it's normal. It's not, it's, it's unavoidable, I would think. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think that's definitely the response you say when you buy a big company like ABK. We don't want to ruin the magic here. Yeah. But when the books don't look very magical, Phil might be like, yo. Or people in Let's, charge of right. will say, yo. World of Warcraft, we're closing it down. We're making Hexen. Yeah, I wor- you know who I worry about? I don't worry <laughs> no about Phil wow, Spencer. We're doing Hexen all the time. I don't worry about Phil Spencer as much as I do Pachai, um, the or overall the CEO. The hundreds of other nameless people, I'm sure, that are in the executive tier of that job. Well, there's a company. ton of them. But like Pachai in particular has been, he was skeptical early on of like, what's the Xbox plan after uh, they've screwed things up in 2013? And has 
giving them a lot of rope and stuff. But I always worry that at that level, they're going to go, I don't like where things are going over there. Marr. Things are working well. They leave you alone. If they aren't working well or you're in their way, then they don't. Yeah. So, you know, that's yeah. just, yeah. And I mean, how old is Phil Spencer? It's like my age or something. 55, he says here, according uh, to Wikipedia. Oh, he's so, older than me then. He's around five more years, maybe. You know, Phil's out. I oh, mean, yeah, he's not. He, <laughs> Bo said it in a way like I thought he was dead. He, he's got five years. You hit 60, you die. That's yeah. just no, no, no. I don't mean that. It's just he's going to need time to play video games and be like, look, it's a good run. Like, he, he's not. This guy going to work at Microsoft till he's 70? Like, I don't think so. I mean, he could. He could do like uh, Tim Cook's, what, in his mid-60s now. I don't know how much longer he's got at Apple. If but, he's you know. still working there at 70, it will confirm my suspicion that he basically does nothing but just spread good vibes. <laughs> like, I'm pretty much like he's got the final say on things, but it's not like he's filling out paperwork. He's like, what are we doing at Xbox today? And everyone's like, oh, yes, boss. He's like, let's make a game. I want Hexen, or I want this. And he's like, all right, I'm going home. I feel like, like if Bo and I, mean, I went to the mall tonight, me and Bo, we go to the mall, and I see a lady yeah. who's smiling, and I go, oh, she's got such a nice smile. And Bo would go, she's hiding something. That's what you would do. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm. What I'm not saying is negative. What I'm saying is he's a. You know. Hang on, let me choose my words carefully because I know Phil's listening. What I'm saying is he's in extremely privileged position. <laughs> yeah, he is. There's no doubt about that. He's like he's, a, he's an extremely privileged position. I don't think he does much except for grease palms. He's a salesman, and that, I think that's what he's supposed to do. I don't. I don't think <laughs> any executives grind out forty hours a week. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. think they're just talking to people all the time and trying to make shit happen. Yeah, people have meetings with them, and like maybe the hard parts when they're messing up, he's got to tune them up, um, which you know makes sense as management. That would be something you'd do, but for the most part, you know that's why he looks so tired in the court hearings. He actually had to work during that time because they need to get papers and stuff also can i just say lighting <laughs> lighting in court hearings like when they do video or photos in court hearings the lighting in that place freaking sucks everybody looks bad have you noticed that yeah. even people that normally look kind of bad like i don't want to i'm not trying to give trump any leeway here but when he sat in his thing in new york he looked it made him look so much worse like everybody the light comes down on your face it makes you look old it's shitty I'm not saying that's all that's going on with Phil. He's probably tired of all that yeah. court crap. I'm just saying if he retires at 70, then he's he's on easy street. If he retires at 60, maybe it's more like, yeah, you know, it's a hard job, lots to do. Because I'm only guessing based on – I'm trying to infer based on limited information. Infer? Infer? Infer. Infer is what warlocks do yeah. Yeah. to make right. their infer more damage. Yeah. So, so I'm not looking at something <laughs> skewed negatively. Thanks for that, Scott, by the way. <laughs> Um, but it, painting yourself as a hero in your own story. No, I didn't mean to do that. But, that but, wasn't my but, goal. Sorry. <laughs> I know. I know. It's, I'm, just, I'm just joking. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is I'm trying to infer his day-to-day -day through what we limited information and conjecture speculation we have. Yeah. And like I kind of I kind of feel like he's having a good time, and that's okay. But That's okay. Know. Yeah. I would, look, of all the executives in all of gaming, who would you want to eat lunch with? Pretty much Phil for me. I can't think of anybody else. The guy at Sony just left, so I wouldn't even have a chance to go with him. Whoever they bring back, put in charge next, maybe he'll be great. Or uh, Chris. Yeah. Who's going to tell Chris? Awada would have been great over at Nintendo. <laughs> He's awesome. Well, Chris, I'm talking like top-level executive. I, like, I'm like, you actually know somebody. Like, codec <laughs> level, like, up there at the top, golden parachute people. Okay, he fills the only guy. <laughs> He's the parachute only guy. Parachute people sounds like a derogatory like, term. <laughs> 
Oh, <laughs> stay away from the parachute people. Yeah, but I they mean, are parachute people. I'll right? bet Tim Cook is a uh, is a lovely person to sit and talk to, and I'll bet Phil Spencer's a nice guy to sit I mean, and talk to, and I'll bet Gabe. um I, wouldn't it be Gabe Newell? The Google the Google Gabe, guy Gabe. seems nice. Uh, Gabe, oh, yeah, Newell. Gabe Newell. Oh, Gabe Newell, amazing. Yeah, he'd, he'd just be great. show you his knife collection and tell you what he's into. It'd I would, awesome. lo- yeah, I would eat with Gabe Newell. No you problem. would talk about Final Fantasy Four. Do you know that he plays a healer in Final Fantasy Fourteen? Whoa, I did know he played. I didn't know he played a healer. His kid is super into it, so in order to have family time he plays support and or he, he, there was an interview i watched he was going off he knows he's deep in the yeah. final fantasy yeah he was playing it on uh mm. steam deck before it was confirmed to so, work on steam yeah. deck so you just think that gabe great. newell could get that was, to work just fine yeah you that's interesting gabe would have plenty to talk about i'm sure is yeah, that true yeah. it played that's that's a uh, steam deck verified now uh, i don't know if it is now but i mean gabe's playing it on there hmm. i'd assume Someone figured out how to do it. Attempting to try that. I like. There might be mods too. Sometimes they have controller. I mean, it's mods a long game, are... Scott. So it's a good, just a good Steam Deck experience. It's a good lane. I've heard the game. controller experience is really good. Kyle plays it on controller frequently. So yeah, PS Five. I did. I did try to. the trial on PS Five. Played great. So I assume it's just. I think good it, there. it would be like I would love to chill with Chris. Yeah. Something oh yeah, Chris would be great to chill with. I can't lean on you this year for. You know, hey, he, he's he's easy. He's one of the easiest people to get along with ever. But um, um, but if you're if you're but, talking like a guy who 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 is at the upper echelons of anything, um, Phil the, would be up there. Phil's Phil the, be up Phil's there. on the short list for sure. Yeah. Phil's on the short list. Um, he seems nice. Game. You know who else? Someone in the that. chat said, "What about um? Let's see, where is it? Uh, what about Todd Howard? I like Todd Howard. I think Todd Howard looks like he never wants to be anywhere that he's at." And I could be wrong. <laughs> oh, but, maybe but he, me and Todd Howard have a lot in common. Maybe. Hold on. He just always looks like like he needs to be there. He has to get up and do the thing, but he'd really rather be at the office making shit. That's how he always comes across to me. I could be wrong. And they made him the rock star of Bethesda, and that's okay. Oh, we didn't even put this in the news, but what's his name stepping down? Um, Pete uh, Hines. Pete Hines, yeah. 25 yeah. years over there. It's a long time. He's out of there, too. Um, but anyway, yeah, Todd Howard always seems like yeah, I know I have to be here, but really, I'd rather be eating a Big Mac by myself in my room. Man. I don't know why I get that vibe, but... I, you know what? I've never liked Todd Howard more than how you're describing him right now. <laughs> I would have some things to talk to Todd Howard about. You guys so. would hit it off nicely, I think. That would be fine. I'd be like, Todd, let me tell... Is rig goddamn ridiculous yeah. that these games still have these problems. Stop Having modders fix your issues. No, He's say when Todd since Morrowind. Todd, my machine, my uh, PC crashed three times trying to make a ship, and I never got to fly the <laughs> ship. What's going on? <laughs> Todd, the magic of space—you ruined it for me. <laughs> <laughs> but then you would eventually get to. Isn't it nice that no one else is here and we don't have to do anything, and I'll never talk to you again, and you'd have all the, <laughs> all that. We'd just be like best friends. I'd be like, I'll call you in six months, Todd. Just do a check. Oh, Reggie Fizeme, oh. that's interesting. Reggie would be. I would love to meet Reggie, but Reggie talks the way in in regular conversations the way he does on stage. And so he's always like, you know, the we fit is it. And lots of like, and the rhythm of his speaking might kill me. I don't know if I could do it. Do you know is it, that is it though? Because okay? anytime you've seen him, it's been recorded. Yeah, it's always recorded, but thing. sometimes it's like him just in a chair on a podcast. I don't think he gets up in the morning and goes, good morning, family. Today is a perfect day 
to be in the fils family. <laughs> that's it, though. When I've heard him in interviews, they're like, so, Reggie, when you were at Nintendo, something, 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 blah, blah, blah. But that's go, an interview. It of is, but it's he's not. Doing it. But the I way he answers. Yeah, he's going to be, he's gonna be like, about. why are you interviewing me, bro? Like, we're at yeah. my house now. Yeah, Reggie, my, normal, toast, my toast is burnt. Did you do something? Well, let me tell you what I did this morning. I put toast in the toaster. Really, you should call it bread because before you toast it, it's not called. To- like, I could see him doing that and it would drive me up a tree. I don't know. Today is the perfect day for Sally to open her Christmas presents. That's because it's Christmas. <laughs> I think he's a like, think that's he's a the window grandmother. into Reggie's life I want. You nailed that, by the way. That's <laughs> the only one that on. feels like he gives off nice grandma vibes. Who's that? Reggie? Fusemi. Oh. Yeah, Reggie. Yeah, he's probably very kind-hearted, nice man. I just yeah. I just can't get over the the way he talks. And, and like John said, get him in a, a non-camera situation, non-recorded microphone. Maybe he just so, totally loosens up and starts just saying, yo, yo, you want to play some Pikmin 4? Like, I don't know what he wants to do. <laughs> the camera goes off and he goes, let me tell you about the sheeple out there. <laughs> Reggie's sick of dealing with the sheep. Starts talking. You know, I invented the Bigfoot pizza pizza hut. That was all Reggie. That was him, wasn't it? I think it was. That's literally his thing while he was at Pizza Hut. Yeah. I love ex-pizza executives that go on to do electronics and home entertainment. I don't know why. Another factoid you learn when you don't want to watch other people. That's right. So who says you don't want to parachute people? Yeah. (laughs) So Bo, <laughs> yeah. Bo was right what you were saying earlier. John, it's not that John doesn't like to do things. John likes to do things like that. You like to yeah. know that, you know, why uh, Power Girl's boobs were big and why Reggie fils used to work with pizza. That's doing things. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's exactly it. Honestly, probably true. Mm. Because I probably did look at Power Girl and went, how did we wind up here? <laughs> There's got to be a story here, and I probably went down a rabbit hole. And with Reggie, I was probably that? like, "What else did he do? Mm. Oh, he worked at Pizza Hut. What did he do at Pizza Hut?" Yeah, yeah. I always want to know more about when someone says something like that. I need to know more. I can't just let that go. Uh, someone in the chat says, "Who would you rather have lunch with, Rick, John Riccatello or Bobby Kotick?" Um, yes. I got yeah, COVID. pass in general, right? I don't want to go to either one of those guys. Uh, I'm sorry, I got COVID, guys. Let's make it a let's make it a um a poll here. I'm just do this real quick. See what the chat says. I don't want either one of them, but if you had to, I'd probably do Bobby because I'd want to ask some hard questions. It wouldn't be. I very- wouldn't really want to talk to either of them, but I could. I like that's the wonderful thing about not wanting to interact with people. I have to do it all the time, so I've gotten very good at it. Yeah. So I could go to lunch with either one of these two, and I think it would be fine as long as they're paying. Like, I bet I would get a really good <laughs> yeah. lunch. Yeah, you guys are going to the best like, place in Maybe Manhattan. I could check out Bobby's yacht. Maybe it would be nice. Like, I've never been on yeah. a yacht. That mm-hmm. could be you fun. would you, you who likes not to do things would go have dinner well, with no, Bobby Well, no, but I have to. Like, I don't want to do either of these like everybody else, but if I have to pick one, then I'm going to try and look for whatever is going to be the best experience of the two. He, I like the he who does not like to do things. That's a great name, <laughs> yeah. title. You who does not like to do things. That's right. The non-doer of things. 
Uh, all right. Well, that's your big news of the week, and it's very exciting stuff. Let's Probably talk. Probably John Riccatello because he hasn't threatened to kill anybody. Bobby, there's a chance I don't come. Back that's true. Riccatello's only threatened to kill two large corporations with his bad choices. Yeah, decisions. I'm not a company. I'd probably survive that. Yeah, maybe. you'd make it. Corporations are people too. Yeah, just don't just don't incorporate yourself before lunch. Go in there just as a man. All right, and you'll be fine. All right, we got to talk about games we played. Well, looky, looky here. Cyberpunk 2077 still got some joint play uh, between John and I, and uh, I think I'm saved right before the horror elements John told me about last week. I don't have a ton of new things to say, except what I did was still got distracted by a bunch of side content, finally got back to Reed. Reed and I did some things, Um, met one of Reed's new friends at a bar. I don't want to give anything away there. And then a few more things after that. And then I got to a point where I think, I think it's right before I have to make that call. So I, I saved there and then I'll figure it out later and whatever. Yeah. I sent you the quest name, which is probably the best way to to go off of it. But because you met the friend, you are now keenly aware of some cool new cyberware that is in this game that I think is awesome. I agree. There's stuff. They, the pot, well, yeah, the, this is, you know, the whole argument, is this an expansion or is this DLC? It's an expansion. Like I, I think like there's enough new content in here that isn't just a new story mission that makes me very happy. Um, not a lot of new things to say about it this week, except to say I'm having a blast as always. I think that game rocks. It's still my 2020, 2023 game of the year. <laughs> right oh, that, now. Nothing's been dethroned yet. Not yet. Um, I've, you know, like it's a, like this year is in general, there's a lot of pretenders to the throne, but cyberpunk has been the thing that I just keep returning to and keep playing and keep dinking with. And I've got other people playing it now that thought they weren't going to like it. Now they're in love with it. I just got a text from Liam today talking about how freaking obsessed he is with cyberpunk 2077. And is he just starting it now? Yeah. I think he's just getting into it, which is a great time to play it, I guess. Cause you know, whatever. And he said, no, it's it's in the best shape it's been. So he said the nicest thing about, um, I mean, look, everyone looks at Liam and goes venerable voice actor, a big deal in this business. Been around forever. Funny guy too. Funny guy. Great guy. Bunch of shorts on YouTube. And then he's, and then he says, he says this, he says the VO is so good. He says, yeah, that's a big compliment yeah, for really me. Yeah, it's amazing. Anyway, um, and props to the the Korean actress who plays uh, Korean American, but yeah, Songbird. She, even though there's, well, this doesn't give anything away. There's a chunk of time where you don't get to talk to her, and I was kind of worried I wasn't going to again. Um, but holy crap, when she comes back, she puts in a performance. She is so good. So that's all I'll say they did. That. They did so good with the performances and. Uh, you know, her existence, I actually thought, um, I'm going to talk around spoilers here a little bit. Right. Um, I, I, did do you see what I mean when I, when I feel like there was a story beat that was a, what if we can't get Keanu back story beat? Oh yeah. Like yeah. Uh, very early in that game, I was like, oh, they, they wrote Keanu out of this story. What could they not get him? For much of the uh, for much of the expansion, but I'm so happy that that's not the case. They are all all over the thing, yeah. Um, which was really good to see. But um, there's more. Yeah, I was wor- I was the- worried for a little bit that Keanu got <laughs> got booted out. Well, that's kind. Of, I mean, and they could have they could have gotten away with it because they could have said, "Well, now your inner voice is a different voice, and it comes from a different place." And 
Keanu will be fine. Plus, many of you have beat the game and you're kind of done with him. Is you know, you can kind of feel like you're done with him anyway. So I could see them getting away with that, but I'm so glad they didn't. Um, not not that these other introduced people aren't amazing; they are. But having him in the mix is such an anchor for the rest of the game that he shows up and sits down and makes a face at you. You're like, oh yeah, this is comfort food right here. This or is true. making fun of you because you don't know how analog phones work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, that game's great. But John, anything else you want to mention or you saw or did? No, or? I beat it. I beat it again. Mm. Um, I decided to kind of just push forward to the ending. I did not pay enough attention. I was going to go for the secret ending. There is a secret ending to Cyberpunk. Mm. I did not pick the correct options to get the secret ending for Cyberpunk. And I also did not make the correct choices to get the Phantom Liberty ending to Cyberpunk. So I had to pick from one of the original endings that exist for the game, but I chose one that I, I'd never really considered as an option. And honestly, I loved the ending. I loved it more than the first ending I got to the game. And um, it was a vanilla ending. Uh, I like vanilla cyberpunk ending, not a expansion. Ending. Yeah. Yeah. It was from the, from the original base game. And there were three endings um, to that. One secret to I think yeah, like I think five there's, or six. Yeah, oh. there's a there's a bit of there's a lot that. of things that can happen, a lot of ways. What it was can your go. what ending uh was your uh ending? all right. Spoilers for the ending of original Cyberpunk from three years ago. Yeah, I've uh, seen them all. I, like I I replayed I, all the I, uh, yeah. so I, I let I let Johnny Silverhand have my body. Oh, oh yeah, cool. So oh. you meet the kid and you do that, yeah. live that whole life. Yeah, Actually, awesome. a fantastic ending. Thought it was yeah. gonna feel really, really bad because it seems like a seems like a bad ending. Yeah, but um, actually, was really fantastic. That's cool. It's actually one of the few endings where, uh, it it isn't. Um, it's melancholy, but it's not like I'm going to die. Like most of the endings are like, I'm going to live as V as long as I can. It's like a sad, but it's like, man, you gave yourself up. You live and on in another life, way. So yeah. he, he rides off into the sunset. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. as close as you get to a happy ending in a game like that. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So I, well, I, really I think like the happiest it. ending is hanging out with Pan Am. <laughs> <laughs> that was the ending I was going for. You know, that was actually what I was going to do. And then I just kind of got this weird feeling at the deciding point near the end and, and went a different way. But uh, yeah, it's a fantastic game. Uh, I'm now looking for a palate cleanser. I don't think that's going to happen based on what came out today, mm. um, but I need it. And uh, here's the crazy thing. I finished the game. Last time I finished Cyberpunk 2077, I started playing Fortnite. <laughs> that's when all that started for me. Oh, right. This time, yeah. I immediately restarted Cyberpunk 2077 on the hardest difficulty with a different background and started all over again <laughs> uh, and have been playing a Netrunner build. So I guess I can say that I did play more of it at a higher difficulty and doing some different things from before. Um, but... Yeah, it's just it's just really good. I'm just having a good time. With that it. means so this is your this would be your third full run if you if you go that far with it. If I go through with it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you do, it'll be the third time you hear this. Hold on, Let's see if I can find it. Nope, can't find it. Well, that was that was a fun thing to mention that I can't actually pull up now. <laughs> can you impersonate it? Um, you- here, Jackie. 
Okay, here it is. This is the third time you'll hear this. <laughs> and you'll be better for and it. And that has definitely happened because I heard it. Yeah. yeah I yeah. have heard that. So that has happened. That is a meeting of um, dead people. And that's all I'll say about that scene. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, Cyberpunk, good stuff. Check it out. All right, I played a game. I guess you'd call it an indie. It's a sequel to a game that was pretty popular called Forgive Me Father. This is Forgive Me Father 2. And uh, I'm going to pull up some videos so people at home can see it. This is a uh, retro-like uh, shooter. You know, I've been into those lately. And um, A boomer shooter? A boomer, I guess is what they're calling it. I hate the term, oh, but whatever. Yeah, Scott doesn't like that term. I, really I know he don't. doesn't. That's why I remind him that that's the term every single time he brings it up. Yeah, I hate it. Um, because I, I'm trying to show Scott what the internet's going to do. The more you show the pain point, the more they're going to poke at it. That's you true. Gotta embra- you got to just embrace it. You're, just you're, yeah. do what a lot of people thought. And think it involves explosions and has nothing to do with an age, and then embrace it. And then embrace it. You're not. You're probably not wrong to say it that way. Um, it is, but it's not. This isn't as boomery as the shooters have been lately. This is stylistically modern in a ton of ways. Um, the world looks like it's drawn with charcoal pencils. Oh yeah, this doesn't look like a boomer shooter at all. Yeah, it really doesn't. Um, but it plays like one in a way. But also the care the the people you fight, um, the the enemies you fight are pick are um, uh, what am I trying to call them? Uh, sprites. Pikmin. So oh. they they're Pikmin, and uh, you kill all the Pikmin, and then Miyamoto cries. No, you you kill these guys that are kind of doomish in that way. Uh, they're 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 not polygonal characters. Um, but they are also, yeah, they're sprites, but they're also like outlined and kind of comic-y charcoal pencil drawn as well. So they, they don't feel out of place in this otherwise 3d world. Um, there's a lot of effects like the, the floors are all shiny. There's, you know, advanced lighting in the game. Um, no ray tracing that I'm aware of, but some really moody lighting. It's kind of a Cthulhu-esque sort of adventure where something's gone horribly wrong. It's definitely Elder Gods sort of Cthulhu-style stuff. It has a really scary soundtrack that isn't even really music. It's more like discordant sound from a horror movie. Um, and you might say, Scott, you're playing a horror game? It doesn't really feel like a horror game. It's, it's, it's like a shooter. It's like a no, shooter. Where you're shooting. not a horror game. Like, you know, it's, yeah. I mean, it could, I guess you could say it. It's got jump scare. I've had a few moments, but so did Doom. So, you know, I can't really yeah. call it a horror game. It's not Resident yeah. Evil. I'll put it that way. No. Um, but it is very good. This just came out today. Uh, I got it a few days early uh, via some developers who think I'm the only host on this show. Just kidding. That's not true at all. <laughs> I made that I got up. out ahead of that one. Nice yeah. job. Yeah. Um, job. But it's, gory and when you this guy's only using a knife in my video because it's he's at the very beginning but later he'll start picking up weapons here's the revolver now and that gun blows say because he wants to get up (laughs) wants to make him feel it that gun rocks because you can not only get great headshots but when you hit somebody this is a little dark so you can't see it but in in more well-lit zones or parts of the game they just explode in guts everywhere it's great uh, Proteus comparable, I would say, in terms of like the the, the amount of blood gore uh, in the game. Uh, really thematic and moody. I didn't play the first game, so I can't speak to it. It looks similar. I've, I've seen video of it. Um, this is this is scratching a very specific itch that I was already trying to scratch for the last couple of weeks. 
And this is just what I was looking for. Very excited to play more of it. I got decently far. Shotgun's awesome. I love a good shotgun. Uh, there are parts of the game where you need a light to see, like a flashlight. <clears throat> but it's this old-fashioned... This thing's set in like the 20s. It's this old-fashioned thing. You have to pull like a cord on it to charge it. So it'll work for a little bit, and they'll start blinking. And you're like, shit, I'm in the dead dark. I can't do this. So you have to time it right so you're not going to get killed while you do it. But you need to pull this cord once in a while, and it sort of recharges your light. Um, just has a real visceral, uh, tactical vibe to it so it's more than just running around shooting shit but for the most part it is running around shooting shit in a good in a great way um and i really really dig this so far so there's a demo you can try this before you buy this uh i think the final game's like 24 bucks and if you're just looking for something that reminds you of old games but does some new things at the same time um i think this might be the one for you it's hard too i, I die a lot um, you have settings for difficulty and tweak those or whatever, but um, having a really good time with it. Again, it's called Forgive Me Father 2 and uh, perfect Halloween game. It's just very good. So super into it. Hope people check it out. Looks cool. Yeah, I like it a lot. Um, another small new indie game called Run Gore. <laughs> you guys are going to love this. Uh, uh, you know what? Sometimes we make fun of names around here. This one's a quality name. Yeah, like it's a great one. name. I, I agree. Um, it is. Let's see if I can find. Yeah, here's. I meant that video and I didn't set it up earlier. But this is a auto attacking card deck building run and kill shit. It's hard for me to explain this. It's this pixely thing. You're this dude with a sword. You run through these dungeons you encounter enemies, and when you do, you get a bunch of cards that'll pop up underneath you. And you get to choose after killing stuff like new cards you want to have and whatever. These cards might be damage, or they might be um, add armor, or they might be some third category of card that does something unique. The biggest difference here between like Slay the Spire or something like it is that the fighting almost like, um, well, they're cooldowns. So it reminds me a little of Final Fantasy where there's like a uh, a ticking what's that called the we talked about this before um the active time battle that's it they kind of have that built into it so you can't just sit around and make decisions you kind of have to hurry up um because the battle is happening and you're on you're both the enemy and you are on a, a bit of a cooldown for each attack but you will auto attack when you run into an enemy the trick is to use the right cards while in that mode um and do your best to defeat your enemy using the cards that you have. Um, this part we're watching right now is just the tutorial. So the first couple of kills are kind of listening to the tutorial. But most of the fights are just, there's no pausing. You just have to go. And so these cards that are like attack with four, you pull those up while the fight's happening. And his next attack will include whatever those cards do. If it's, um, if it's armor, it'll add it whenever you pull it up and pop it, whether you're on cooldown or not. Um, when you win, you get a percentage of health back. If you're really good at this, you'll get all your health back because you won't have much missing. But as you, the further you get, obviously, the harder that is. Um, and you get new cards to choose or perks or whatever. Like a lot of familiar roguelike stuff are gonna, is going to be here for people. But I really just like the grungy take here. Um, it's just kind of this weird. It, it appealed to me visually right away. I'm like, oh, what do we have here? And then thought I'd give it a crack. And it's Real good so far. Um, great little time waster. 
if you're into this sort of thing. Oh, this is a boss fight coming I up. I imagine the cards can't be too complex because of the action nature they're, of the game. Correct. Like, they're pretty simple. Simplified. I won't say super simple because some of them are like, you've made him exposed with this card, and that means that if you do damage now, it'll be four plus three. So you'll 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 have cards like that, but it's but they're not like full of text and a bunch of like secondary activity stuff. It's it's not you know definitely at a Hearthstone yeah. levels of whatever. But but they but they and they a lot of them just make sense visually. You're like, oh, that's a damage card. That's a other card. That's a deflect card. You know, you can kind of just see by looking. And it's uh, I think it's the right amount of that kind of stuff. It just feels good. Um, I don't know. I got really wrapped up in this. I like this game a lot. Yeah, it looks like a nice uh, clicker game, you know, like just like an auto. It's an auto battler, right? So yeah, kind of an auto battler is a good way of putting. Kind it. of mindlessly, sort of flick the cards out, do the damage, and it's fun and makes mm-hmm. noise. And apparently, it has memes too. Lots of memes. They think they're very funny in this, and some of it is funny. I was gonna say, I the writing is a real. It's Ooh. it's it's hit and miss. There are moments of where I think it's pretty funny. My favorite thing is when I was exiting for the first time. I said, hey, if you'd like to leave us some feedback over here on our Discord, that'd be awesome because we seriously, and we and comma, we mean this, comma, we don't really know how to make video games. And it was like this kind of fun, self-effacing. There's moments like that in the game, but there are also some really stupid Yeah, I mean, the, the developer's name, I'm on the Steam page, is your mom's hit point. HP, <laughs> your mom's HP. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of like that. That's all right. There, Whatever. There you go. That's all right. Yeah, That's better like than it, anything I saw in the video. Sometimes yeah. cringe humor is hit and miss. Sometimes it's cringy. Sometimes it's not. Or, yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. So, but so far, there's just a real fun factor happening, um, which is what I was neat. looking for. Yeah, I I dig it. I can't cool. remember what I paid. I want to say this is cheap, like seven something bucks. Oh, for those who want to play it on Steam Deck, it works on Steam Deck, but not with the controller. It uses the the pad like a mouse. It works fine. It's not my favorite way to play on that device, but uh, it works fine. It's an early access, so they're still working on it. Yeah, still like. a, still an early game, getting all kinds of feedback and stuff. But I don't know. I appreciate these small teams with their weird shit. Yeah, it's a cool concept for sure. Yeah. Like it's it's interesting to see kind of a fresh take on this style. Yeah, a new a new. That's exactly right. It feels like a new take on an old thing that we've already seen a billion times and it felt fresh to me. So, so there's that. Um, I also played only a little bit so far of lamplighters league. This came out a couple of weeks ago or a week ago on game pass and steam. And this is the guys that did the shadow run games. So like the turn-based, um, uh, cyberpunk shadow run, recent shadow. Oh. Run games. oh, um, but this is like, uh, Lamplighters League is in all 3D as opposed to the 2D stuff they did in that. It is uh, got one of the best soundtracks I've heard in a long time. Top top five soundtracks of the year probably for games. It's really good. The game itself is clearly taking inspiration from XCOM and other games like that. There's also kind of a real-time element that turns to turn-based. It's hard to explain. Uh, I will say this, like I was really excited about this when it first got announced. I think we saw it on one of our streams, uh, with either me and John or both, all three of us. I can't remember. We were watching one of the game award streams or something. That's where I first saw it. I remember getting really excited because again, it's like this Cthulhu Lovecraftian kind of vibe to it. It's set in the twenties. Um, it's got a real swashbuckly sort of, listen here, see, we got a, <laughs> like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, Decent voice acting, amazing soundtrack, but the gameplay 
felt not quite done. Unpolished is a word you might use. I don't know for sure. Just something about it has a little bit of hitch and jank to it. I hope that stuff improves because that put me off a little bit. But I'm so early that I don't think it's fair to make a judgment yet. So lamplighters leave. Yeah, I love the look of this. Like, I think it's got a really great sounding premise, a really great look. But I heard rough things that uh, kept me away. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks like it's something that I want to be awesome. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. There's something here that looks like it might be incredible, right? And then you play it and you go, oh, I don't know, something's wrong. And it, and it seems like stuff they can fix. It feels like unpolished mo- uh, ideas or some things that were just like, mm, you know, another six months in the, in, the, in the cooker and they may have had it. I don't know. It's hard to put my finger on it, but it is ambitious for sure. This intro movie alone is like, you know, way more than these guys did with Shadowrun. And um, it's got great horror vibes. And, you know, there's some moments of like, holy shit, I can't believe that happened in the story. And then the gameplay, it's the gameplay where I'm struggling. It's not that it's bad. I just feel like there's so many others, XCOM in particular, have done this so well that you really need to be at least that standard of quickness and you know the turns don't hitch or when it's your turn the camera doesn't go somewhere wonky i mean some of those things just feel like they're a little off um but it's cool and i'm gonna play it more it's on game pass so really no harm in trying it and uh i put i tried it on pc and it ran it ran fine i just i don't know the vibes right the story seems good the voices are good the the whole idea is good it just felt underfinished, underbaked a little bit in the gameplay department. So anyway, we shall see how that game goes. Um, other than that, I played more Assassin's Creed Mirage. I forgot the lady from the expanses in it. She's awesome. Um, what's her name? Uh, the Avasarala character. I can never remember her real name. It's like Shalabu Shibble Raga Daga. Oh, I know, I know who you're talking about. Um, Amazing yeah, long. Look that up. She's so cool. Yeah. She was in Arcane, Arcane that uh, League of Legends show and all uh, that. Shore Agdashlu. Very something to that effect. But she's got that low smoker like Shore. in the gutter voice. Yeah, it's yeah. so cool. She plays a major character, and I've got all hooked on that story now. So that's going well. Contraband Police got a new Endless Mode. That was that basically 3D Papers Please game that I talked about months ago. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. And that's what yeah, I, I that that's what I was really waiting for because I hate some of the parts of that game. I hate like the driving around parts. I hate them. I just want to take papers, check people's cars for contraband, look in their <laughs> just trunk. Want to take papers, please. I don't want any excitement in my video <laughs> game. I just want to stand in one place and do paper. That's right. I kind of do. Um, I want to take his baggage out and inspect it. I want to see if something <laughs> shitty's in his trunk. Like, and then if he's a bad person, I want to arrest him. Like, those are fun things in that game. These endless modes let you play more like that, and it's good. So, hats off to those guys for continually supporting that it's a cool game and then i played a little doom 64 because the shooter itch won't leave me alone um Mm. doom 64 might be my favorite doom old school game like the original doom games it is underrated if it maybe it isn't maybe it's rated but uh but you're playing doom 64 blood gore and violence oh yeah wow it's uh it's on it's on game pass also like five bucks everywhere 
and it running, you know, widescreen 4K you, at 100. Did you get it for free if you bought Doom Eternal? Uh, probably. Because I'm pretty sure I have it. I don't think I ever bought it. I think it came with Doom Eternal. It might have. It's it's part of. Uh, oh gosh, you can get it with that Doom. That open source Doom thing has a way to play. It. There's all kinds of ways to play it. But I played the Game Pass version on PC. 4K, 144 hertz. Uh, beautiful stupid old game <laughs> and you know it it's not like there are some there was no mouse look or even stick look for uh doom 64 or doom 1 or doom 2 so now i'm a little spoiled by brutal doom which i talked about two weeks ago because that that has mouse look it has like reload things like that and that spoiled me a little bit so going back to this was a little bit weird but once i got into the swing of it um it just has some of the better puzzles uh, better lighting in that game. It's cool, man. The N64 version of Doom was rad. And it's not just Doom. It's a whole new campaign. It's like a whole new, different game. So you weren't just replaying all those same levels and stuff. Anyway, that's what I played this week. Uh, lots of fun stuff. John, let's uh, let's throw it over to you and get caught up on, before we talk about anything else, let's get caught up on WWE 2K23 and Frog Wrestling. What happened? Frog Wrestling update. Man, it's a it's a crazy time here in Frog Wrestling. John got kicked out things. of Core. Oh no. Uh yep, you ousted uh John from Core. I'm now no longer two two thirds of this show are no longer on Core. Damn. Uh thanks to the ter- the tyranny of Scott Johnson. Um but uh I actually think um I think last I mean yesterday's show uh, I think it might be one of the best ones. Like it wasn't designed to be a big spotlight, you know, free preview kind of stream or anything like that. In fact, the same titles that were up for grabs the week before were up this week. But just something about the way the AI came together was really crazy and really good. Mm. And uh, this match in particular, the one that you're showing, um, was a uh, kind of accidental. I messed up how I set up the match. It was an elimination tag, which meant when someone got pinned, they were out. And you ended up in a scenario where it was you, Scott, versus both Tanner and Tom Merritt. Mm. And you went on to defeat both of them by yourself. <laughs> Why am I so OP? Am I really by the numbers OP? Like, am I tuned? You high? are by the numbers OP, but um, you should be beatable. I've seen you lose. Yeah. Uh, you got beat up a lot during this match. You know, it, it can happen. But by the numbers, you are the most powerful person on the roster yeah. by design yeah. you know like, that's the whole I, story sure i get you it. know you gotta you you know we want whoever takes that belt off of you should it should feel like an accomplishment it shouldn't feel like oh just changed hands because that's what belts do mm. like it should feel like a big moment so that's what it's gonna be mm. when it happens if and when it happens i don't know maybe i'm done with frog wrestling before anyone beats you but um we're telling interesting stories here. It's going to interesting places. Um, and I thought it was a really, really good and fun episode. So, oh my gosh, check that, that out. I just got sucker punched by, I think that's Tanner. Yeah, Tanner just sucker punched you. He just comes over and just, you know, like launches you. Oh, shit, you. man. Look at me. What am I just going to go hang out over there again? Oh, Scott, get over there, dude. Get your jorts in the ring. 
Well, whatever. I win, so it's fine. Yeah, I mean, you you end up pulling off a victory here, so you know you got nothing to be ashamed of. No, except um, the jorts. I'm very ashamed of the jorts. Other than that, jorts are carrying you to a lot of victories. Although there was that one time you didn't have them, you still won. So, <laughs> no, it's not, so they're not the magic uh, thing we thought that. Well, no, that was against Bo, and he couldn't wear his helmet, so maybe we, maybe they're still magic. We just equal. Yeah, the I don't him. know. I tried to upgrade Bo's helmet. I was going to give him a new VR helmet to complement his his new purchase. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I realized that the VR headset I had given him pretty much looks like the VR headset he bought. There wasn't really a lot to do. So I just changed the look of the face mask on it to be a different face. And uh, Bo lost spectacularly quickly. Oh, Bo's oh. on a bit of a slump right now. He's got a... He fought. Um, People came into my chat to say, "I'm so ashamed of you." It was a bad loss. Like you fought Mark Spagnolo, and he just rushed you, and wow. it was it was shocking because Mark has not won a lot of matches. Just to be clear, like Mark, Mark has been uh, he's been kind of on the mid card. Like he so shows up in matches, I lost he rarely the, wins. The, I lost to one of the worst wrestlers, making me the absolute pits of kind, the entire. Kinda. I, I mean, you've got you've got a mountain to climb. So did Mark, you know, and he's doing it. You know, you got you climbed to the top. Scott knocked you down. Now you got to find a way back up. Did Mark have wood? How uh, how long was the match? I I, did, I couldn't watch. They told me was about. That it, the I was full like, question. How long was the match? It was not very long. It was like, it was like four minutes. It was very short. But oh, my, four minutes. I feel like I feel like your entrances were longer than. Oh, than the, the fight itself. Oh, uh, that's no good. So wait, did you, but did Mark have a wooden weapon or tool or anything to make him with a wood whisperer? And, you know? <laughs> no, he just had his fists. All right. Mark looks shockingly jacked in this game. I mean, that was part of the goal. Yeah. You know, the idea was like, you know, take woodworking and amplify it. So he's a lumberjack in frog wrestling. Oh, wow. You know, like, so I wanted him to be ripped. I wanted him to be like, you know, friggin' Paul Bunyan coming to the ring. But every time he comes to the ring, I'm like, my God. Mark is like, like, looks like he's ready to just tear the ring in half. That's great. And uh, man, now he's backing it up. So it was, it was great. There were fantastic matches um, across the board. Uh, I lost again. Uh, Can I just say, Tom? Tom's pants, the tassels on his pants. These are amazing, dude. Freaking. Yeah, Tom's at, got Tom's got great pants. He's, he's got, got good style. style. Yeah, he's the most styling of your wrestlers, I believe, of the whole roster. I am the opposite of styling. But the top of winning, so take that, everybody. <laughs> yep. Uh, my sweaty jorts. Uh, so yeah, frog wrestling. Check there it you out. Go. It's, Check it out. That's uh, great. Craftless Rogue YouTube and uh, Twitch. If you want to watch the live show on Wednesday on Twitch, and then he'll put them up on YouTube after. Watch for that. Yep. What else did you play this week? I sort of played a new game called Wizard with a Gun, mm. uh, and I think that I'm gonna like this game. Maybe. I was kind of hoping that this would be a palate cleanser-esque game. I bought it because Devolver Digital, we've talked about it. Most of the games they publish are winners. It was getting good reviews. I think it had an art style that just, I think it looks really, really good. Um, So I was 100% on board with all of it. And just, I was having a really bad day yesterday when I was trying to play it. My head was in a million different other places and it got to the survival aspects of the game because it's it's like one part like 
almost yep. like Hades or Bastion mm-hmm. in like the style of game. Um, but it also has a survival element where you're picking up like materials and crafting things. Reminds me and of uh, I was, Don't Starve or something is the vibe I'm getting by looking at yeah, this. Yeah. During the like fighting and dodging and, you know, the tutorial on how to break things and move things, I was kind of all for that. And as soon as the game wanted me to construct something, it just didn't gel with the mood I was in, and I couldn't bring myself to keep going. You have so to be I, in the right mood for that. I get that. Yeah. Totally get that. So I ended up stopping still in the tutorial, so I can't really say too much good or bad about it because I didn't I didn't make it out of the tutorial. But I am gonna I am gonna play it. Like I think the game looks incredible. Uh from what I played, the controls are very tight. Um, and it looks like it's probably going to be fun. I just, I think in my head, I was looking for an experience that I was going to be able to more just like pick up and start playing. And I wasn't really ready to invest a lot of time tutorializing myself. Mm. It would have been like a good situation to play like a Mario game or something, yeah. <laughs> something instead. You know, it's the kind of world where you just pick it up and play it, right? Because you've played it a hundred times and you know how it's supposed to work. Sure, sure. Uh, this wasn't, this wasn't that. So, uh, but it seems cool. Like I said, I really, really like the art style to this game. I think it looks good. You get to create your own little wizard with a gun. You get to pick your hat and your clothes and your eye color and all of that. And uh, I don't know. There's something cool about a wizard running around with a gun, I guess. Although I haven't done anything magical, so I don't know what makes me a wizard. I've I've shot a gun. The gun was made out of wood. I guess that's kind of a magic trick. That's kind but, of magical, sure. Yeah. Only prisoners um, do that kind of thing. They make guns out of like toothpaste tubes or something. I don't know what they yeah, do. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. seem like it's going to be a very <laughs> heavy survival game. Yeah. It seems like it's uh it seems like it's kind of light on that. But um Yeah, I just I just wasn't ready. Wasn't ready to be picking up wood. I get you. <laughs> so, it's like uh um, it's like um how do I put this? There's something about just telling me the name of this is Wizard with a Gun that already makes me interested. And that's kind of Devolver's thing. They, sometimes their games are named things that are enough for me to go, ooh, okay, tell me more. Because I've never seen a wizard with a gun before, you know? Yeah. Uh, so you kind of had me at that. I am i didn't know about the... Is there tower defense shit in it? Because I don't want that. Uh, not that I've seen, but... You know, I haven't gotten past the tutorial, so I, hope I don't. Not. I don't know, I, but I haven't had to defend a single tower yet. All right. Well, I'm not. Not that I. Well, I do hate tower defense. So if there's towers, I might bail. But I'm. This looks interesting to me. JD Wilson in the chat says no tower defense. I assume he's playing it. There. There you go. Uh, I. I will talk about it more as I play more. Uh, I'm definitely going to give it uh, a better shakedown. Um, it just was a. Yesterday was the day that I set aside to play things that uh, weren't cyberpunk so I could talk about a different game for once. Yeah. And uh, stuff outside of my control happened and I couldn't focus and I couldn't get through anything. So I get you. No, no additional gameplay happened. Now, my favorite uh, thing of the day is in John's notes earlier today, it said Marvel's Spider-Man 2 in bold. Uh-huh. And I went, wow, how did he... Well, I don't know how he got a hold of that earlier. How's he had time to, well, I can't wait to hear what John says. But then I noticed before the show, maybe an hour before the show, that field was gray, which means someone's editing it. And it just sat there still saying Marvel Spider-Man 2. I'm like, well, whatever he's writing, can't wait to hear about it. What he ended up writing is, 
isn't out yet, and I tried to play Miles Morales instead. That's an amazing <laughs> thing that happened today. I loved, I loved watching that whole story unfold in my well, own head. I was not, I was not intending to be as excited for it as I was because I didn't think I was excited. I like, I love Spider-Man. I think these games are great, but it was kind of cool on it. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to even play it. I'll play it one day. I'm sure we're a little open worlded out a little bit. Don't you think like we're just, yes, definitely that definitely kind of sick of open world games. Yeah. And so I just didn't think I had the hype for it. And then everybody kept saying, it's coming out tomorrow. It's coming out tomorrow, tomorrow. Yeah. And I went, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> so I bought it. The hype got you. But I didn't realize that tomorrow didn't mean like, you know, midnight. <laughs> I And it also <laughs> apparently didn't mean like early in the morning. It meant like sometime today it might be out now i don't remember like but i loaded it up earlier today and it was like comes out in eight hours so i put it on there because i had every intention of playing the game and uh i was like yeah when when the baby takes a nap i'm gonna have a little window to work on some show notes and play some spider-man too so i wrote it in the show notes because i did the show notes before i played the game because that's what responsible people do Mm -hmm. and then uh, I went, all right, Marvel Spider-Man 2. I loaded up the PS5, did my update, and then went, oh, shit, it's not out. So then I went back to the show notes yeah. and went, well, what am I going to do? I had installed Miles Morales because I, haven't, I hadn't beaten it. And I was like, maybe, I don't know why I thought I was going to get through all of Miles Morales during a baby nap, but somewhere in my brain that made sense. Mm. And... I loaded it up, and for whatever reason, I couldn't get it to run well on my PC, which is weird because I played it when it first came out, and it ran just fine. Yeah, the PC version is supposed to be very good, is what I've heard. Yeah, I don't know what happened. All of a sudden, I couldn't. It wouldn't. It kept slowing down and having issues like crazy. Mm. Uh, I don't know what changed because I had zero issues when I played it the first time and got far. I just started over because uh, I don't remember how to play the game. Although I do want to give a quick shout out to the Spider-Man games. This is true, not just of the first game or Miles Morales, which is the game that made me realize it. I'm sure it is going to be true for the sequel. I am astonished at how intelligently they have mapped the controls for Spider-Man. I haven't played this game in like months Mm. and I picked it up and could immediately swing around like a pro. Yeah, that's good. Those games are great at that. I agree. It's so intuitive. Like it's really shocking at how well the Spider-Man games play. And so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to Spider-Man 2. I'm going to play it. I'm not going to have beaten Miles Morales. Uh, I might just have to look up, like, what happened. I also own Miles <laughs> Morales, so and I, I hate it, hate that I haven't played it because I probably will play this before I'll play that, and then then what? Like, am I ever going to go back to it? I, spent, I probably spent 40 bucks on nothing, you know? It's awesome, too. Like, that's the thing that bugs me is because Miles Morales is great, and it's super my jam because it takes place during winter, so you've got snowy New York, which I love as a setting. Mm-hmm. Like, you've somehow found in a New York city based game, the most deserty looking thing I've ever seen to show gameplay for this game. Mm. And I'm like, Oh great. Scott found the desert, but it's some kind of sand. It's like construction area or something. I think they got going here or no, it's, it's a Sandman fight. I think is the deal. 
Well, maybe. Yeah, because look at their piles everywhere all through the city. It's got to be, right? Like, why else would there be sand? But uh, yeah, anyway, I'm going to play it. I'll talk about it when I've actually played it. But it was my intention to play it. I think it comes out tonight. I've heard some really cool things about load times and saw some video. You can fast travel to any fast travel point in New York with no perceivable load. It just goes. It it feels like magic watching it. Um, I'd love to see it when you actually play it, but you'll pick a zone and you'll go there. And normally there's a bunch of either hidden screen or hidden, you know, hidden load time or some kind of load time. But in this thing, none. Like they really take advantage of that. Maybe whoever designed this should be the ones that have lunch with Todd Howard. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Todd Howard could learn a lot from these load times, uh, I think. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, it looks good. This is just, I'm having a hard time deciding if I want to get into another big world of un, un, of checking everything off again this soon. Um, and that's why Mario may be in my my future. And that might be good, because you'll play this, I'll play Mario. Yeah. And, Seems like you should yeah. play both. Yeah, and Bo will, Bo do, will have porn and I do and think VR. that Scott should play both. Oh, okay. 100%. I can do that. So Bo, I don't want to have to find my Switch. Bo does, Bo does, two, do. Bo does 180 degree porn. I do... Uh, wonder you do the Spider-Man's Spider-Man's. Yeah, they'll do them both. Complete full gamut of content next week. All good. Quest three porn yep. Spider-Man Mario done. Yep. <laughs> Bo's just and we're going to talk about two movies as well. Oh so yeah, we're going to try go. to get that in. Well, we're planning next week's show now. <laughs> so I have to watch some porn. We're gonna. You we're don't have to plan do next week's show on this week's show. It's a new thing we do. You don't have to do anything. I'm just teasing you. But if you if okay. uh, uh, but I you know want to well, watch porn, it's fine. I mean, you do what you want. I don't want to tell anyone what to do. All right. If one eighty one hundred eighty degree porn is in your future, <laughs> let it happen. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of which, Bo, more Dark Tide. How's that going? Yep. So, uh, unlike you two, I dropped Cyberpunk. Um, not no. intentionally. Uh, just Dark Tide was more fun. I installed it, by um, the way. I just didn't play it yet, but I installed it. Oh, nice. It. Well, we'll have to yeah. figure things out because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm around to play games on a more flexible schedule, so you never know. Oh, my gosh. Twitch is showing but, uh, me a chicken sandwich commercial. Hold on. Go ahead. Continue. Okay. But um, I like... I really like this this update. I'm not going to say a lot because I already talked about it a, a lot last week, but the games, I was addicted to this game. And the only reason why I stopped was I started playing Diablo. Um, but this was, yeah, it's just fun. I just enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We clicked a, a link for to the game. By the t- oh, my God. By the time. By the time I'm done speaking, you'll still be in commercial. <laughs> I'll still get this commercial for the Marvels, the the movie yep. tracking. Chicken to be... sandwich and the Marvels come to Bo's stream. You can learn all. You should just sub to Bo. Why haven't you subbed to I Bo? Have ads turned you, off. I don't know why. If you sub to him, ads. Scott, you wouldn't have this problem. That's right. Uh, I should probably. Do I have that. manual ad running turned on. I don't know why it's doing that to you. But there we go. Whatever. I got it now. Uh, but um, yeah. the game is uh, fun. It's you know the classes are interesting and the challenge is great and I like playing with the revolver. It's, it's fun. Does have you run damage. with Senator Fetterman since you saw him last? Uh, that, no. Yeah. Oh, okay. No. I mean, I don't have a lot new to say other than I just spent a lot of time playing it. So you know, it was it's good stuff. Nothing wrong with that. I like this game. <clears throat> and, yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I installed it with the fully, highlight of my week by any. Stretch, I fully but. intentioned or had intentions to play it and installed it and everything and I just never got around to it. So. Hope to do that soon. 
it's a good time. Um, so that's got a space on my hard disk. But the big thing this week is, um, well, I bought one of these. <gasps> do, 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 Look at this. Do, 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 do I have music do, do, do. for this? Hold on. I might have some music. The Quest. Oh. Hold on, I'm going to see if I have any. Uh, here we go. Here's your intro for that. Uh, okay, here we go. Wow. <laughs> and look, I'm taking my headphones off for a second. Just bear with me here. Yeah. But um, I picked up the Elite Strap on your recommendation this go around. So much better. And holy crap, is it way better. Yeah. Now, you might be saying, Bo, how, how, how can I see you see me? Well, this has pass through, unlike the Quest Two, which means I can see you just fine. And good pass through too, right? Like clear pass. Okay, so let's talk about the yeah. Let's talk about pass through. So AR is a big thing in this. This has color, full color um, visuals, unlike the black and white Quest, which means all these little cameras you're seeing, and there's even little cameras in these little holes here. It picks up everything with depth. It's a little distorted, and I don't know why it does the distortion thing, like a little like heat distortion sometimes, where your hand goes. But I just want to I want to give you a little taste of what I'm seeing. All right. So if you just bear with me a, a quick second. Yeah, we're bearing. While I speak. Um, we're bearing with you. I, yeah. You're good. Oh yeah, I got to go to record. But um, for some ambient sound, we can play behind. <laughs> well, right. no. Okay. So uh, okay, there we go. Camera cast. Perfect computer next. All right. So we're see um, ourselves in virtual reality. Scott. Yeah, I'm excited about this. this so what's really interesting is that it's pretty much like unlike the Quest Two. This is, it's actually really good. Um, it's actually a really good time to see people. Like you can have conversations uh, about it. So I'm going to show you just one more step here. Um, you should be seeing my desktop. Yep. So you can see here we my, go. Whoa! Look yeah. at us. Yeah. It's us in 3D. So you can also see like I've got. Oh, it's in it's in color, but you can see that I can place this window up here, right? And I got my hands. I don't know how well you're seeing that on your screen. No, I see it great. Yeah. Your, the so, hand tracking is a billion times better. All the videos. Yeah, I've you, seen. you can actually do it. I think with just the hand. I think these are still activated, but it also does gestures. Um, yeah, like, I think it has to. The controllers have to. Yeah, they have to be shut off. Oh, I turned it off so that it wouldn't get confusing. So yeah. I'm just going to use the controllers, but I can grab. The screens here move them over um and just like run any of the apps and stuff oh and this is the thing i wanted to show you this is what makes it so fancy see this oh i'm even gonna do it with my with my hand hand free check this out okay for those at home listening uh bo's ooh, virtual space look at this desert john so I tap my double tap the side of my headset and I Star Wars boom beam into the virtual background nice. and then I double tap again. And oh, that's cool. <laughs> and I, I just tap the side, side of the headset and, you know, okay, it's a little tricky I find, but there we go. That's cool. I'm back in there looking around. Look, this, there's a reason to look up. I'm looking up. Oh, yeah. There's, <laughs> yes. And there's my dirty He's ceiling. looking up. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> But, you know, it's like it's really quick to jump in and out. If someone's talking with you, you just tap and then boom, you're there. And, uh, you know, there's new apps to, to be had. I don't have them yet. But the store, I just want to show you. I just wanted to mainly show you that, Scott, and not like everything here. Right. No, there looks, are like so a far, ton of new right. games coming up on the store. Seventh Guest, which I'm really excited for, as well as um, that Assassin's Creed Nexus game looks awesome. Yeah, that looks real good. Yes. Yeah, so November 6th. That's why I say November 16th. Attack on Titan VR. 
is interesting to me. There's Power Wash Simulator coming. Oh, which, and they get into Power Wash shit. Simulator. If they don't, I'm now I know what I have to do. I have and to get this a Vampire the Masquerade game. You coming. just sold Ultra. Scott. You just sold him <laughs> on the grounds yeah. of him getting nope. to wash things in virtual you reality. Have no we, we can play together because it's multiplayer. Yeah, it's got sure co-op, too. dude. I'm that's seriously tempting. I didn't know they were yeah. making a version for VR. So, Holy shit! All right, I'm, I'm anyway, reasonably so, excited about that. That's so I, the past three AR. The camera quality still like pretty. You know, crappy. You're seeing like sights few have seen about the inside of my living room here. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, no, it works really great. It's nice and transparent. It's awesome. Um, and I think there's AR games I could even play, but I haven't even checked them out. Yeah, yet. there's you know, some really cool so. like rhythm games, almost like uh, Rock Band or something. Uh, but you're just doing yeah. it with shapes coming toward you on a piano. Like if you had a piano or a keyboard, it just maps to it and. Oh, there is a. I, I bought piano, uh, piano vision, yeah. which basically you, yeah, you can put a piano, like it will display a piano on the table, or you can get a real piano and it'll overlay the keys on the piano. Yeah, and I might learn piano uh, in the headset, which is kind of it's kind of one of the things I might do at my time to start playing piano. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. Which is cool. And the best thing is, so uh, price wise, um, it's more expensive this go around, right? But definitely worth it. I would say I'm going to take the headset off so I can think more clearly. Sure. Um, but I want to say I did do some extra purchases. I bought a charging station, life changer. Mm. Uh, it was kind of annoying charging the Quest Two, trying to find a plug, moving it around all the time. Just having a docking station for it, it's money. Is that chi, means chi I, charging? Like you just wirelessly charge the headset? Uh, yeah, you just sit rested on the dock. Like I'm going to take my headset off here, and um, I didn't know it supported it that. That's awesome. In a second. Yeah. But it's just like hanging up a hat or something like that. Like it's pretty easy. And the controllers and, uh, are no longer double uh, A uh, controllers. Uh, they're what? They're double A controllers, but I got rechargeable batteries, so they sit in the docking uh, station too, and they just charge in the docking station. That's like, great. I love this docking station. So it's always ready, fully charged on battery. Um, so I didn't get the instead of getting the big uh, big boy mm-hmm. five hundred twelve gig. I got the smaller one and splurge on accessories i also got the elite strap and you were right it's that's a game changer too oh yeah even for the two like it's it's having it sit nestled on the back of your head like it sort of grabs the back of your head and it doesn't slide anywhere Mm -hmm. it is it's i think the only reason it doesn't come default with the headset is just to keep the price point down because it's basically essential like the heads it makes the default headset like crap so I'm stoked, man. A lot of games coming up. I haven't really done much with it, but I know a lot of people who might think about buying a headset. What I wanted to an- help answer for them is, is it worth it? Mm. And the answer is, um, if you can afford it, yes. Mm. So it's more powerful, does cooler shit. The games aren't quite there yet, but it's just better. Yeah. Just overall, the experience, it's lighter too. Mm-hmm. It weighs nothing on the face, like compared to the Quest 2 even. It's like half the weight, I think. Probably yeah. not technically, but right. um, it weighs less. It's crisper. Oh, and the lenses are huge. So the great thing about the Quest 2 is the quality is great, but it still has a vignette. Like, you feel like you're in a tunnel. You get used to it, but when you look up, speaking of looking up again, mm. you got to tilt your head up. You can't periphery look up. Right. With the wider lens surface area, it's like you're, you know, it's even more like you're immersed in the world because you're not seeing blacks around the side of your 
periphery vision. You got more clear room. Mm. So Quest 3, fantastic. Worthwhile upgrade. Probably a great price point considering all these are sold at a loss. If you don't have the income, like the money for it, like I get it. Like maybe don't buy it, buy some other shit. But if you if you are into VR, it's like a worthwhile buy. Nice. 100p. I'm excited. So, yeah. 10 on 10, as Bo would say. Right? Yeah, it's a 10 on 10. But uh, the game, you know, new games aren't there yet. I'm excited to try new things. I know people might suggest, oh, try this game, try that game. I'm like, they pretty much look the same. Like, if you played it in Quest 2, you, Quest 3, they, the graphics don't get better. <laughs> you know, like, they're just, they're, they're the game. Yeah, newer are. games well, but these others, like the ones, and the, but your your catalog does move forward, though. Anything you bought on their store, right? Yeah, yeah, they're backward compatible completely. Like, so there isn't anything that won't run. It's just... You're not, it's like I was watching some Amaze VR concerts, and I'm like, well, I let, I have greater peripheral range, but it, the content's still the same content, right? So I'm like, yeah. okay, well, whatever. Durag in the chat says, does it suck less with glasses on? Mike's, the reviews I've read said there's way more room in there for glasses than because it's more adjustable. Is that true? Personally, it feels better. Um, I lucked out. My glasses, they're thick frame, so they wedge in real nice. <laughs> like. <they're, laughs> But my, my mom, she tried it out, and she has, like, pointy tips on the side of her glasses, and that was awkward for her. So that varies depending on the kind of glasses you wear. I think if you have wireframes, they might jostle around a lot inside. Mm. But I just seem to have lucked out in that lottery. It, it fits kind of perfectly. Well, you had me at your mom has pointy tips. So thank you for that. Well, <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> thank it's me. really the yeah. only answer you could give me. I, I think uh, that's yeah, no, it was great. No, it's, it's hilarious. Sure. Um, there's, uh, there is a, um, uh, who's someone in the chat? Dungeons of Eternity. Yeah, I know. I do. I am, do want to check that out. There is a co-op dungeon crawler that just came out. That's getting a lot of hype too, called Dungeons of Eternity. Mm. Um, yeah, it's it on. I'm interested in it, but it looks like a multiplayer thing. And like, I have a hell of a hard time getting these multiplayer games going. So I just, it wasn't an instant buy for me. Um, uh, let's see. Oh yeah. Point, this is the, I had also heard of this $30 game supports the quest two and up. Uh, so two pro and the three. Yeah. Um, highly rated. It's supposed to be pretty fun. I think, it, I think it plays like that dark and darker game where you, you and a couple buddies run through a dungeon and you know, have a good time. Uh, I'm interested you know. in that. That sounds great. So I may pick that up, um, but I just didn't pull the trigger on it because I am budgeting. Yeah, of course. And and like it, you just Assassin's splurged Creed, too. Assassin's, so you know, Assassin's, yeah, I just dropped a grand Canadian <laughs> on all this shit. So I was like, yeah, I'm not buying things on a lark. Assassin's, uh, Asgard's Wrath is not out yet, and I'm already spoken for in a few games. Bulletstorm. And Assassin's Creed Nexus being the most exciting, and I'm probably buying Power Watch Simulator too. That's already 120 bucks or something like that. So, right. so I didn't just pop off and buy Dungeons of Eternity. Yeah, um, yeah, it's great. Uh, we can, we'll talk about it more in the weeks to come as I play those games. But just to answer your question, like it's reviewed well, but if you wanted to know, like from to going from two to three, like if you liked the two and want. A better headset absolutely it's worth it it's great significant increase in all the things you like for quality of life yeah. mostly i think yeah. like the screen will feel the same uh, except for the wider but it's all the mechanics the wider lenses the lighter frame and the controllers also don't have circles on them they're just oh right they're just little panels like now. little serving trays would you like some uh cheddar cheese <laughs> you know it's like a little serving tray yeah okay. i don't know Maybe. Sure. No, I can see it. Sure. Why not? Um, but 
<laughs> but uh, it's yeah, it's great. I like it. Awesome. That's it. You also That's dove the into three. Diablo Four Season Two, which uh, you're the first of the three of us to do. I meant to and didn't. So, what do we think? What do you, what do you yeah. like? Um, well, you know, there's a lot of fireside chats that we talked about, and the quality of life stuff is all great, and it's all in the game now. Resistances uh, make sense. <laughs> um, you know, the item stuff is still good. You still get lots of them. The game's pretty. A lot of people ask me how season two, like when I was, cause I stream most of my playtime and I'm like, it's still just Diablo four. Like if you remember playing Diablo four in the spring, yeah, it feels like playing Diablo four and people landed in a lot of places on that. I don't think any, all the quality of life stuff is good, but it doesn't exactly, I'm not playing it going like, wow, these quality of life changes. Like, they're hardly noticeable. They're just stuff that maybe just should have worked that way from the beginning. Mm. When you get into the more, like, nuanced conversations about itemization, if you are if you play that deeply, you'll notice that stuff a little more. Um, but the leveling's fast. I've played two days, like, maybe, like, 20 hours or so, and I'm already at level 60, so. Oh, that is um, fast. Wow. Yeah, I mean, and that a lot of that not, is not only just like the speed up in XP, but also I'm more familiar with the game, so I'm spending less time yeah. uh, mulling over items. But also, vampiric powers are super strong. Like you, you have the base game plus an extra layer of a of game. To oh, the season power, right, right, right. Yeah, the season of bloods. So it's all about vampires, so it's pretty. Like I don't know, it's pretty. It's pretty. It's Diablo 4. It feels the same. And, like, I thought it was really good. I gave it, you know, a 10. Mm-hmm. said it was perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely room to grow in things. I don't think anything changed super significantly. Um, but it's still just a lot of fun. I'm not racing, so it's just more enjoyable. Just I'm fun. not falling asleep while playing. Right. And I think um, the new season mechanics are good. Um, so you see even on the screen there, I'm fighting Bloodseekers. So uh, you will go into these zones to fight vampires and these really tough ones will hunt you that do more damage and can stun you and stuff so right. uh, there's new bosses in the game I fought Lord Zeer um, it's an interesting boss fight um, for the most part I've just been doing uh, the the event zones and the event quest line to get me here uh, and some side dungeons but most of the content has been new content because the leveling's faster so I just I hit up whatever the blood harvest zone is and when I have an MSQ on the season pass, I do it. Yeah. The MSQ on the season pass is only going to take you about to level 30 or 40. It doesn't last very long. It's the first three chapters of the season journey. Mm. Um, but what is there is interesting. But, you know, the levels come fast. And uh, it hasn't really been a slog. So, you know, if I'm playing, let's say today's day three of me playing and I'm at level 60... If I spend a couple more days playing, get a get this character level one hundred. I'm playing on hardcore, so it could all be over anytime. Um, oh, this is a hardcore character. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm playing on hardcore. Um, the uh, you know if if I if I die or if I get to hundred and I'm sort of done, then I'll just play something else. Like I don't really feel like uh, I'm playing this game for the next four months. I feel like I hop into a season. I'm I'm having a few days of enjoyment, and it's nice. The game yep, plays snappy and good, and and it's, yep. it's fun. Um, um, can you systems- tell me the dungeons you mentioned, you've run a couple of them. They, one of the things that we had talked about that we were looking forward to, I think even, uh, I think maybe John was the one talking about it, but they were going to randomize, uh, dungeons and have more variety and stuff. Did you get yeah, a sense for I, that? I, 
yeah, the playlist definitely feels different. I'm doing a lot of dungeons I didn't do back in the spring for Nightmare Dungeons. Yeah. So, yeah. But, like, I barely did any main content. Like, no, I skipped the campaign. And I think I did a handful of dungeons leveling before I got to 50. Yeah. Once you get to 50, it becomes a little bit more of a choose-your-own-adventure. Yeah. You know, I can do a Helltide. I can do a dungeon. There are optional bosses. I'm still getting the lay of the land. And leveling faster than I can get the lay of the land, which is kind of fine, but yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of fun. Like, I'm already at 60. I'm just like, I feel like I played. Getting to 60, I think, took me like uh, five days or six days of playing nonstop <laughs> during the launch period. And yeah. I actually feel like I'm really far. And I've been playing, while well, some would say a lot, it's still pretty casually compared to that, like maybe 10 hours a day from. You know, now that I'm off work, I'm right. spending my time fruitfully <laughs> playing Diablo. <laughs> wow, I didn't, ex- but, I didn't see that coming. But so you never did play the campaign, or you did? I did. Yeah, when I finished, oh, uh, when, okay. I, when we did the statue thing, I did go through with the rogue. I just the rogue died at level eighty nine, so it's okay. in my hall of shame. Yeah, but um, oh, that's right. Yeah, that's why I'm playing a rogue again. Because I'm like, well, now I got to get it to hundred. I lost the first one. This rogue seems enough good. times gone by. I played all of Baldur's Gate. I played. Vanilla Cyberpunk, and what else did I do? Maybe that, there were some other games in the middle of all that. I don't even remember them. Yeah. But um, can't I'm, remember either. Yeah, I, I just I don't feel like oh I'm going to be playing Diablo for the next eight months or something like that. I'm like yeah, give this a week, you know, and it's it's, a, it's enjoyable. Yeah, and uh, you know, what world tier are you playing on? To you bet- right now, that one's probably world tier one. Okay, because. Uh, because it's hardcore, you don't Sean, want to die, you want to live. I played with Sean Obi, so we were actually at a party, and he was at 43. Oh, no, this is World Tier 3. Oh, is no, it? this is okay. World Tier 3. Yeah, yeah, we did the Keystone, he was there early. So we're playing on World Tier 3 between 50 and 70, and then at 70 you play at World Tier 4. But, um, but I mean, I'm not racing either, so like... Right. Like, it's just casual, it's just like, I don't know, whatever. Like, I just do whatever I f- what feels fun, you know, what feels safe as well. It's, it's hardcore. Low, low stakes on the on the hardcore. If you die, it's like well, okay. I'll I'll wait for another. Well, season. I'm just you can make the stakes lower if you play easy modes, right? Yeah. Like like I when you're racing, you have to push your threshold to points of uncomfortableness. Yeah. But like here, it's like who am I racing? Like who cares? I can just do ba- the bait like most. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the easiest content in existence, and it's fine. You know, who cares? All right, Diablo still but a threat. That, then. Those those blood seekers, man. Oh, they're tough. When you get a triple blood seeker, it's bad. Yeah. Well, they're seeking blood. You got You can't uh, take them lightly. I would so say. I think by this point, I have an ability that stuns them. But if they're not stunned, they're on your ass like uh, bacon on a hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I don't want to. I Maybe never want hamburgers. Good. That's that's a fine. Yeah, so I mean, they're they're together. They're like Wendy's has uh, you know made a living off bacon on a hamburger. They have improved things at Wendy's. I don't know if you've noticed lately, but they're better than they used to be. I don't know what happened, but I think Wendy's is fine. Like, yeah, they had a real dip for a while though. It was kind of rough, but then Dave, the ghost of Dave Thomas, rose from the earth and wreck and fixed it. Fixed it all. I'm just saying it goes well to go. Yeah, you're, you're not naturally wrong. together. Yeah, let's so, dive. Uh, what else is Diablo you Force fun? Heroes of you're, the Storm is what this says. Is that true? Is that, yeah. So it was unexpected, but I was streaming and I didn't know what to play, and then I decided I'll be play a game of Heroes, and then a bunch of people in the chat wanted to play, so we played in a group. And I, I only meant to play for like a couple two games, but I ended up playing for five hours. 
and uh, it was a good time. Just like to remind everyone that game is fantastic and fun, mm-hmm. and uh, I miss uh, the the. the the glory days of heroes immensely heroes was awesome i'm telling you i really feel strongly about this if this thing gets on steam and game pass for that matter both i think it has a real chance for a, a resurgence that just isn't going to happen on on battle.net so i'd like to see some car a little content pipeline a little something something well imagine oh, if it God. took off and went crazy on steam like started generating people buying skins and all that shit I mean, then they would have to. They would need you to. You know what it's, it's I would give for? a positive review to Heroes of the Storm on Steam. I would, for too. The record. I would, too. You know what, it, what it's ripe for? Since it's, if it is like in the, that deprecated phase of Blizzard game life, is just get the, get a level editor out here. Let's let people mod stuff. Like, give it to the, you know, you're done with it. You're not making money off of it. Like, whatever. Like, let's, let's get a map editor and. Yeah, if you're not going to have people actively up, working on it, let full, us work on it. Exactly. Mods or so, like uh, something, or you know, there's potential there. Even if you know, you could. Yeah. Anyways, the game is a lot of fun. I enjoyed playing it, and it, it's fun with friends. Did you wreck you know? fools? Did you beat people? Did you? Um, we ended up losing a lot of games, but it was with a lot of people I hadn't played before. Mm. We started winning once Monica came back. So Monica's pretty good at. Oh, she is good at this game. Plays. Yeah. yeah, but. Um, it was all for, you know, fun. Like, uh, you know, as you play with strangers, people have to learn how to chain their abilities together positively. So when you do play as a five stack against another five stack, who, who knows how to do that? You will lose. Yeah. I was watching <laughs> the no old hard, video. There's no hard carrying like in League of Legends. <laughs> I was going through old BlizzCon videos and I found the announcement in 2014, I think it was, for this game. Yeah. And it was 13. I can't remember. But I was there, but the um, that was a that's a fun video to go watch because you hear the crowd freak out. People yeah, were the so crowd reaction excited. to that cinematic was huge. Yeah, people lost their minds. Huge. I lost my mind. I was so excited. Excited, and then um, I played with Patrick later, and it was a bad experience with Patrick, but it was a good. It's still fun to see the game. <laughs> Did he say that he really, really likes Lily? Yeah, he liked Lily, really, really, and then. Uh, <laughs> That guy, he had a three-hour flight, and he took his Switch, his ROG Ally, and his Steam Deck on the flight. Oh, my God. I'm like, Patrick, three-hour flight, what are you going to do? One one for each hour. (laughs) (laughs) I guess so. I feel like in three hours, I would have decided what to play. Yeah. Yeah. It'd take me that long. I just, In fact, he probably just watched a movie instead, but... He's a psycho. Yeah. Anyway, that's great. Heroes but, of the Storm, um, still fun. You no, know, it's uh, Heroes of the Storm's great, and um, you often forget too that it creates a lot of anxiety in people that are new to the game. Yeah, like out of all like the esporty type games, I find like I get into a new shooter, and I'm okay. There's nerves, but like MOBAs, man, I get I get like nerves too. Even playing new MOBAs because you don't know anything and you know you're going to hear about it. It's intense, yeah. <laughs> and you're so going to get owned. Watching this video, it made me miss. I miss healing because I don't like healing in almost any other game, but I loved healing in that game. So much fun. All the healers were fun, and I miss that. Who do I miss the most? I miss uh, who was the who's the Russian StarCraft guy that I loved? Uh, Stukov. Stukov, dude. Stukov. Big, big, big fisty. Love big fisty so much. That big dumb fist. So good. I All also right. think that will be the best dearest Martha I've ever done was the Stukov. Really? Yeah. It's one of my favorite drawings I ever did where I dressed him up like Mario 
and he had a big pipe for an arm. And uh, it would have been a perfect skin. They never were going to do it, but if they if Nintendo was more immune, you know, uh, amenable to such things, we could have we could have gotten a Mario skin. Well, maybe within a Microsoft world, yeah, things could happen. I mean, do you think they're going to put Master Chief in uh, Heroes of the Storm? I'd be, I mean, if Heroes of the Storm took off, why not? If Heroes of the Storm was like a massive like money machine, I why not? Why would I mean you? we've got we've got. Uh, Inarius and Lilith in Call of Duty now. Yeah, that looks so dumb looking. I'm sure it's fun, but watching Lilith run through the fields with a freaking M4 rifle, like some kind of a Marine, is about the dumbest thing I've seen all week. But here we are. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, this is not a complaint, by the way. I think that's cool. Diablo characters in that game, but just watch him, watch her running across the field with her big dumb horns. And a freaking machine gun, like some kind of soldier. It's the dumbest. They didn't. Thing. They didn't put them in uniform. You know, they could have. It could have been worse. Oh man, <laughs> that actually would have been funny. Like, <laughs> it's their like horned head, but like she's just wearing a military outfit. Yeah. That would be. That'd be incredible. And I guess Skeletor is coming. You know what? Honestly, it's the it's it makes me more interested in call of duty like it does it because like i find the idea of playing like just army dudes shooting each other incredibly dull like yeah. sure dress it up like that but at that it, point you're basically playing overwatch right we, like, or that's you're playing, true you're playing, uh, but yeah. i mean like i'm not look when i say it makes me more interested that's not turning it into a look, i'm gonna go it. play it but yeah. but i know what you more, mean I know what you mean because I, I had that people. experience today too when um, I saw an article. I didn't include it in the, the news because I'm like, it's not that big of a deal, maybe in the news. But um, Overwatch is adding uh, like a K pop crossover. And I was like, oh, oh, I did see that too. Yeah. I was like, oh, with Seraphim. I know who them are, but it wasn't like, mm, it wasn't one of my favorites. But I was like, man, if they would have gotten one of my favorites in there, it would have been like, I think you play some Overwatch. <laughs> Overwatch. I mean, too, like Fortnite gets me every now and then. Uh, the, I saw that they're gonna add a Michael Myers uh, skin to Fortnite, and I was like, I should get that one. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not playing Fortnite right now. Why am I thinking this? Yeah, way? why are you even thinking that? I almost bought. I said before that this season battle pass on Fortnite is maybe one of the worst ones I've ever seen. Uh, which is a hundred percent an old person on the internet take because a lot of it has to do with not liking the memes that they're leaning into. Oh. But I almost bought it because you could get Ahsoka Tano. Oh wow! Uh, if you had it, and I was like, oh, but I should get Ahsoka. And then I was like, <laughs> what am I doing? Why am I going to buy a whole battle pass for this? What am I doing? No, I'm yeah. not doing it. It'll cost you thirty four bucks. I, I played a match of Fortnite today. You did? Okay. I did. Nothing wrong with that. One match. I got 30th. Yeah. Uh, not bad for haven't played for months and months. What is and, this about uh, memes? It's called Last Resort. Is that what you're thinking of? I don't know. Is it? Oh, like the, like one of the big skins for the new season is uh, a, I don't know if he's a TikTok guy or a YouTuber, but his whole thing is like he watches other people's TikToks where they make something really complicated and then he does it really simply and just goes... Meh. Like, you know, yeah. and like that's his, I think that's I've his seen shtick. His and it's again, it's legitimately funny. I don't know his name. It like, I've seen videos because no my wife really likes him. Yeah. And okay. she's like, she's like, why are you so mad about that? I was like, I don't get it. I'm old and I don't understand. 
And she goes, he's great. And I was like, well, I don't know who he is. So she showed me some of the videos and they are really good. But like that's Internet memory that I'm not I'm not plugged into. So it's I look kind at, of a travesty. I look at that this and whole, go, it's nothing I'm interested in. Yeah. This whole battle pass is like TikTok losers and then Ahsoka Tano. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. And the Ahsoka one was even separate. Like it wasn't even part of the actual battle pass. It was like. You have to get the battle pass and it's got all its things in it. And then there's we'll put Ahsoka in the game later, which is the same thing they did with Geralt when they put him in the game. So yeah. it, you know, um, I got a funny story for you guys. Oh, and if you want to get Lilith in Overwatch, uh, the Moira skin looks amazing as Lilith. It's really good, but you got to pay for that $40 freaking skin pack. <laughs> that's get. ridiculous. Yeah, that's a lot, but it looks Oh, great. I have a confession. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh-oh, Go. Uh, in Diablo, I did buy a battle pass, which is not. Oh that's no, legit. that's that's no, funny. no, that's yeah. not the confession. That's oh not the confession. shit! What'd you do? But um, the rogue has a skin. <laughs> oh no! That it's it has particle effects on it, and it made like um, my elbows and the tips of my the bow like sort of be on fire, and it's more flashy than anything. <laughs> I thought you were talking about your own elbows and your tips. I had no, no, of my the avatar in the game because you said elbows and your bow it was, tip. It was and bundled like, together with an entire outfit, including a helmet that makes you look like you're balding but have fire for hair. But I don't wear the helmet. I basically bought a whole costume just for two of the items in the costume because you can't buy them separately. How much is that? And run? it was twenty eight hundred platinum, which I think is about twenty eight dollars. So, oh my god. Sorry, Gosh. sorry, uh, patrons. That's, That's an insane amount of money. Yeah, for <laughs> I know something <laughs> that they said they weren't going to do, which was put the cool stuff on the store. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really game. It's it is technically game breaking because that could have been a cool item in, in the actual game instead of the finance world. But it did look pretty badass. See, I, I always, mean, like, like yeah. the, I, I think it's fine. I, like, well, it's not fine. It's, it's, not not okay. it's not fine. It's not fine. It's not. not okay. It's not okay. It's, no, but it's not like okay. they did say, no, the stuff that's in the game is just as cool as the stuff in the store or cooler. And that yeah. is absolutely bull. Well, okay, I get what it you're saying, bullshit. but that is a that is a thing that is normally, um, uh, uh, what's the word? It's a subjective thing. Right? No, but it I, isn't. No, hold on. No, hold on. Hold on. Effects, hold on. Let me back it up. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. The store one and not in the normal yeah. one. Yeah, but that's, let me finish. What lie. I'm saying is, okay. normally that is okay. a that is a subjective thing. Normally, <laughs> okay. If okay. there's a little variation, it's subjective. Blizzard effectively lied because objectively that's cooler than the shit in the game. There's, there's yes. there, the, the shit in the game. None of the armor, as far as I'm aware, have any particle effects. Yeah, and I got something with particle effects. Yeah, that's annoying to me. I don't like that they yeah. did that. I don't like that they say that too. and then do that. That bugs me. I, I and and then I think more subjectively than what you just said, Scott. Like yeah. to lean a little further down that road. You know, one of my big things I said is you'll know. We'll know if you go, oh, it doesn't look like there's very much stuff in the base game, but look at all the stuff in the store. Yep. And I feel like we're getting to that point because mm. I feel like I got to the end of Diablo and I filled in like 98% of those armor slots and mm -hmm. went, doesn't feel like a lot of armor. Do they do that in WoW yet or not? <laughs> like, you know, those sets that you raid for? 
Um, buy them now? I don't you think buy, so. Well, I mean, you, you can technically buy anything in WoW, but no, I know. But let the, do they have before, a before before you go down that rabbit hole? Uh, technically, no, you can't. I don't think you. Can I don't think so. They don't, no. they, they don't have a store like they do in D four. Not legitimately, like that, no. Yeah, yeah. So that's like the next. That's the next step, right? I don't know. We'll find out. BlizzCon soon. Yeah, BlizzCon. Oh, funny side story hey, about BlizzCon we, that has to do with... We Lef- could cover that, maybe, No, we totally... Guys. Yeah, we could cover that. But here's the oh, thing. Oh, you want to do live coverage? Yeah, because yes. they have live video for it. We should. Like, uh, coast, like all three of us together? Yeah, let's yes, do it. Yes, we can all do it because you're yeah. not working now. Yeah, let's do, do it. It doesn't matter what yes. time of day even. Okay, let, let me tell you guys a story. Tom Merritt, good friend of the show and friend of all of ours, Tom Merritt, tech tech news uh, man Tom Merritt. Call, emails me says dude are you going to blizzcon i said no nah, we never get press stuff and i can't afford a full-blown trip there right now and he goes i think i'm going and i said why and he goes <laughs> he goes i just wish there were tickets i said oh, i think there are tickets they're not selling out this there's, year for whatever there's reason. never been a better time to go to blizzcon yeah if you're looking for ticket availability great news tom and so i told him that and he went and got him. And I said, no, why are you going? Because you know, because hardly anyone else in our kind of group is going. And so I was a little worried about what his plans were. It turns out it's because this Le Seraphin band, this girl group from Korea. Oh, the yeah, he's band, into K-pop. He loves it? K-pop. Oh. So him and his wife are going to BlizzCon just to see that performance, which is one song, <laughs> one song at the end of Community Night for something with Overwatch. And then They're that's it. They're not doing a whole concert? I don't think so. I think that's just, I think it's a one-off, like one or two songs. I can see them doing just a one-off, but it's weird because they usually do have a band. Why not get them to be the band? Like, right. you know, it, like they do concerts normally. Like, you know, it's, yeah, they can usually do more. Usually entice them by saying it's a sold out event, but they can't do that. This no, year. this I year. Mean, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I can see that. The ticket prices are crazy. That's probably a good deal to see a song of theirs. Uh, yeah. One, one yeah. So like, yeah, it's, it's probably a good. He's probably doing a smart thing. Yeah, and he's also said because it's actual BlizzCon tickets, he'll do a little snooping around to get his scoops and stuff if he can. Because like so. I know, like um, the the general admission tickets for a few K-pop concerts were like in the thousands here in Canada. Oh like, yeah, holy shit! No, I'm this stuff's insane. It's like fuck uh, f that. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, dude. I like it's it, nice enough, but no thanks. Like uh, no highway got, robbery. No, I got other things to pay for. I can't do that. But. Yeah. But yeah, he's he's really stoked. He's taking his wife. She loves K-pop, kind of what got him into it. And I just think it's great. He's embracing his inner K-pop fan. He's, you know, he's Mr. He's Mr. Hard News all week, but then let's go watch some K-pop and I love it. Yeah, no, I appreciate that about him. It's that stuff's fun. I yeah. like it too. He's going to have a good time. If, also, if the Mod Syndicate and Frog Wrestling ever falls apart, I think <laughs> Scott, I think Tom Merritt 2.0 is going to be a K-pop. <laughs> Wait, yeah, can guy. Tom and I join forces? Maybe maybe we start a K-pop just wrestling K-pop group. Fans, just two big K-pop fans. Or a oh, K-pop man. wrestling group. We got a what lot of color. What would that even look like? That well, watch incredible. some K-pop music videos. Get a sense for how vibrant they like to dye their hair a lot. They like to. They don't wear full matching outfits. Everyone's has their own personality on display within the group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's all kinds of tenants. Go do some research. I would gladly join forces with Tom. Yeah. I don't want you guys to dress like K-pop stars. I want you to dress like K-pop fans. Oh, I see. Well, <laughs> I need to see K-pop fans K-pop. I, normal I and vanilla. See. I think it's. Le- I don't think K-pop fans are very interesting unless you're going for, a, you know, unless not there's the, like assets you have. Bulk, I don't know. 
not the not the ninety percent K-pop fans, the ten percent K-pop. Oh, though that percentage, I know where we're talking now. I know what part. I, of I mean, I got a at. YouTuber you can check out um, that uh, is a fan. That is, I think he's like a young guy, like he's like eighteen or nineteen. He's got a YouTube account. He really likes Twice. His name is Clasher Tim. I don't know why it got recommended to me, but his videos have like 200 views. Like it's not a big YouTuber or anything like that, but right. I was scrolling yeah. through his videos and like his first few videos are of him buying like K-pop CD and opening it and just being like, wow, this twice is the best. It's actually kind of adorable. Is it? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's freaking me out a <laughs> little. So yeah. that, that should give you some good research uh, material maybe. I have a feeling you're right. I think, you know, knowing Tom, knowing you... In general, the things I've seen, I think a lot of K-pop fans are, it's not like anime fans. No. You're not going down a, you're not no, going no. down a they're, they're, I mean, there. they're passionate and almost like probably ferocious, uh, irritating, weird, all the, you know, but like, there's not like a visual. Right. But like an anime fan, you're like, oh, they definitely like look, you, you just go to YouTube and look up like anime react videos and you'll get a sense of, you can, you know come up with a visual like archetype for what they are right? sure sure so well we'll get on the ground to stuff from him about how that goes uh someone in the chat was tanner in the chat says that there are cosmetic sets you can buy in wow now but i don't think that's what we were saying i think no we're saying- i know there were co- i meant just like a full-on store like d4 style like here's an arm like a t like something equivalent to a t whatever armor set well there is that but not but yeah they're just not selling tier sets i don't think i think all the stuff like tier sets from old dungeons you still have to go earn them i think but like i guess you can still get a fancy transmog i guess is what yeah but is it a fancy there is there is fancy transmog that you can just that's true Yeah. yeah as good as Mm, I wouldn't say in WoW. I wouldn't say in the case of WoW it's as good as. Like, WoW's definitely guilty of the cooler mounts are on the store than in the game sometimes. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I I don't... The biggest problem is I think a lot of WoW armor looks like shit. Like, (laughs) WoW, unfortunately, is at a point here where, like, WoW transmog is sold heavily on the hat, the shoulders, um, and the belt. Like That's about it. Most like chest and leg armor in WoW just looks like various paintings of the exact same design. Yeah. And I think it's really hard to sell. But I will say, like, maybe the thing that's closest to what you're saying is there have been some unique things that I think got put on the store, if I'm remembering correctly. I'm not yeah. as plugged in as I used to be. But, yeah. I haven't looked in a long time. Um, but y- yeah, they've definitely sold sets. I know that. I am legitimately excited about whatever they announce for the next expansion though because this is a metzen joint and i just want to know what that is we'll know in a couple of weeks i'm legitimately curious like, oh yeah i can tell you're the something. curiosity coming out of you right now i can say is legit. no i'm i'm genuinely i really want to know I, I there is nothing that would get me more hyped than getting hyped about wow oh. i spent a lot of money on world of warcraft i they got a lot of cash out of me beyond just my monthly subscription yeah that it would be uh, nice to not feel like ended in a real bad breakup and she took all my shit. Mm. Like I would, it would be really good to go back to wow and feel good about it. So um, lucky, lucky bolt came up with a good name for Tom and I's 
wrestling group, BTS, yeah. mm. Botom Syndicate. <laughs> Botom oh, Syndicate. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. It's Destiny. That is the second best user suggested name for Frog Wrestling. What was the first? Uh, be- what's the first? So Patrick Beja and Randy Jordan are a tag team. Yeah. As of yet, I've not named them a tag team. They don't even come to the ring together. Yeah. They're like the most apart separated tag team in the history of tag teams. But Randy dresses like a chef. Yeah, he does. And Patrick dresses like a French Street Fighter character. <laughs> yeah. And the suggestion for their name together has been the French Confection. Oh my gosh, that's pretty good. Like connection, like French that connection, connection. Yeah. with yeah. an F. The right? French Confection. Yeah, yeah yes. like the yeah. like like the famous film with Gene Hackman, but not. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. That is very good. And it's not a French version of Kalefasu with the convection uh, talent. (laughs) Yes, no, no, no. no That would be the French convection. (sighs) You're making me want to play heroes. All this talk about heroes, you're making me want to play. Got to get his stacks. You all take care of yourself. He's going to go lane. Asha Alinori. Oh, my gosh, dude. I haven't heard that in so long. All right. Uh, we are going to now take a break. When we come back from this break, in which we will pee and do other things, get drinks to make more pee, uh, you guys will sit. <laughs> <laughs> you guys will sit nice and quiet until we come back, and then when we start again, it'll be dear Martha. Uh, we got some other news of note, uh, not much, just a little bit, and some emails and a text. Okay, all this coming up after this break. Give us five. We'll be right back. Uh, we're back, everybody. Thanks for your patience. We've uh, done all our, our our needs and wants. And now we're back, and it's time for Dear Martha. John, set us up for this one. I have no idea what you've got planned. Uh, We're doing a game show today. Uh, We've done this before. I'm going to read a pretty simple Dear Martha review. I'm going to ask you guys which video game you think this review was written about. I'll give you four options. You tell me which one. Diablo 4. (laughs) Diablo 4, every time. That's always the answer. Let's see if it's an option. Excellent. Uh, Let's go for it then. Here we go. My dearest Martha... There is a jerking off mechanic in this game. <laughs> Yours Diablo in this four. life and the next. <laughs> Hi. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you the ge- it was a recommended thumbs up. That's a Who thumbs recommended up. to you? No, that, no well, that I mean, like they they gave it a thumbs up, not a thumbs oh. down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and this is a so Steam here, game, right? Steam. Yeah, this is a, this is a Steam game, Steam review. Uh, so let me tell you what your choices are. Uh, do you think that that was a review written for A, Diablo 4, B, Halo Infinite, mm-hmm. C, Witch Spring R, or D, Skull Island Rise of Kong? Oh, my Lord. That thing. That's all I've is heard the about monkey, all week. Is the monkey ever jerking off button? <laughs> <laughs> uh... I'm leaning. I mean, it's not really Diablo Four. I know that I played that a ton. I didn't jerk off in that game. No. Um, <laughs> or did you? Or did you? Um, I mean, I'm gonna tell you. As far as I know, just full clarity. As far as I know, and I don't know everything about all these games. None of these games actually have a jerk off mechanic. Well, so. Halo Infinite might. You can teabag people. Maybe well, it's not one of those. Off. You could. Teabag. They took teabagging out of uh, Infinite. You can't do it anymore. But maybe there's another emote in there that you can use to. It looks like that, even though it wasn't intended. You know what I mean? Like in. Yeah. G- I mean, hey, well, John. I'm sure. I'm sure that the jerk off mechanic in any of these games is like 
repurposing something. But what? I'm trying to be pure about this. Yeah, you have a pure, oh, so pure take. So I haven't looked You're... up whatever the hell witchcraft R is. Mm. And I barely know. R, yeah. yeah. So wait a minute, John, let me ask you this. When we yeah. played Resident Evil 4, I would do that thing once in a while. It was very yeah. much kind of a evocative mo- <laughs> movement. Yeah. So it could be when something you like that. At Ashley or stuff on the ground. Yeah, and I'd go rah, 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 or whatever. So it's something like that, maybe. So that I'm going to be my guess. I don't. I will tell you, I don't know. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, Halo Infinite is my answer. But what do you think? This is a tough one. I, I know. Guess I gotta, I just, I'll go with witchcraft or or witch spring are. <laughs> I don't know what wow. that is, and it's but it seems jerking. it has a witch in it. Maybe there's some jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to tell you this week we have no winner. Oh. The correct answer this is a review for Skull Island Rise of Kong. Oh, man. <laughs> I had a I had a notion that might be it. This has been all the talk this week. This piece of shit game. It got like a two on IGN. Um, it's supposed to be the worst game of the year. It's in our it's in our news section. Yeah, we'll talk about that uh, coming up here in a second. Uh, well done to who? No one. Nobody won. So, is that real? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if it's real. I, does the, we don't I know? Don't, if Kong, I don't think yeah. it's real. I think that would involve effort to put that in the game. Yeah. It seems like they didn't use a lot of effort. And this was a thumbs up in a game that is mostly negative. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And 242 people found this review helpful. Yeah. Oh, Bo hunted down the review. He's like, I'm going to see this. Yeah. That thing is getting worse reviews than that Gollum game, which got terrible reviews. So I don't know what's going on with these venerable character IPs. I mean, but. I I do. I watched I watched somebody play that. Well, we we've gotten a lot of new patrons here on Core. I'm still not quite in the buy a terrible game that's overpriced and extremely uh, bad just for the lulls. But uh, I did watch some people play this game, and it is shockingly bad. You're talking about the Kong game? Yeah, yeah. I've heard. Some. Who would even buy this to review it? You know what I mean? It doesn't well, look that I interesting mean, on the surface. Streamers and YouTubers that know they'll make their money back on the stream and YouTube. Oh, yeah. they'll. Okay. You, this thing's so bad that you'll make money the minute you... Oh, I guess because of word of mouth. It's like, this game is terrible. That, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was tempted for a minute. I'm like, this could be fun because it's so bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's. Uh, I've heard nothing but terrible things about this game. So I will not buy it. It is shockingly bad. In it seems like every capacity, like uh, I'll tell you, there was a time uh, when I was a kid. I've, here's how I have to frame my thoughts on this game. And when I was a kid, I did what a lot of kids do, you know, where you're at the pool and you go, hey, I want to see how long I can hold my breath for. So you have someone, you know, count. Yeah. See, you know, see how you do. I used to have my dad count for me to see how long I could hold my breath underwater. And at a certain point in my life, I came up and he told me, you know, something like 72. And I was like, oh, that's over a minute, which felt like the first major milestone for holding your breath. Like, you know, I feel like if you say I can hold my breath for over a minute, like that's step one on the impressive train. Right. Um, And I was really good. And I, I was like, oh, my gosh, dad, I held my breath for over a minute. And he goes, no, you didn't. I said, well, what do you mean? 72. That's more than. 60 is a minute. Yeah. And he goes, no, not seconds counts. Uh, and I said, what's a, what's a count? Yeah. What and is he a- goes, that's the rate at which I counted. 
Yeah, but that, and I said, that, I said, but that's not a metric that means anything to anybody, including myself. You're not counting like one one thousand to one thousand. And he's like, no, it's just counting. I think I just figured I was like, out. But you- that doesn't tell me anything. Now I don't know how long I can hold my breath for because nobody knows what your system of counts is. Yeah. This and- explains a lot about you not you're not doing I don't want to do anything. I think <laughs> I think this comes from that <laughs> somehow. And so that's a case of somebody who is a hundred percent certain of the wrong methodology with which they do something. I love my dad, but that is not how you do that. That serves no one. No. And I I feel like it was that same mentality that crafted this video game where a bunch of people got together and collectively agreed on the worst possible way to make a video game. Yeah. And that's what this seems to be from the art to the game design to the mechanics. I the one that was really making the rounds was there is a cutscene where Kong sees a, a bad guy, and it's this they're supposed to show you that it's it's making him remember how much he doesn't like this type of creature. Yeah. But for some reason, this giant ape remembers it via a photograph, like a, like a Polaroid photograph. Like what? it literally just pops a Polaroid up on the screen showing a cutscene from earlier in the game. Weird. And then Kong going, ah, and getting mad. Like, what? what's the, who made this? Is this a, a uh, who made this? So the, the uh, publisher is a company called Game Mill. Okay. Um, who is the developer? The developer has a history of making Iguana um, B. Who Iguana B. Yeah, Iguana uh, B. They make a lot of like brand probably uh, not very good. Yeah, game. like here's G.I. Joe that didn't do well. Here's let's see. They made an avatar game, I believe. Oh, or they? at least Game Mill published. I don't that maybe they didn't develop and it. And that got like really Game poopy reviews too. Nobody liked that thing. Yeah, this looks yeah. like vapor or not vaporware. What is shovelware is what it looks like. And yeah, Iguana B is uh I don't know who they are. I was trying to see if it was like are they just farming this off in some cave somewhere <laughs> just saying make a game. Well, I look at their other games and it's like they made some G.I. Joe thing and Yeah, it's all boring. <clears throat> yeah. and bad and mixed at the best and negative yeah, and by all accounts you know this game is worse than Gollum is what I is what I have heard good so, lord um, low standards man what a great year for video games what a great year for bad video games as well yep. who knew we were racing to the bottom at the same time the whole range is here before us <laughs> well we gave that one already uh, King Kong is bad that's a story that we were going to talk about and now we're not we also talked about Diablo already and uh, our predictions. Uh, once again, I won. So let's just remember that going into your evenings. Uh, the one thing we didn't talk about yet, though, is Starfield. Uh, we may have sort of mentioned it, but it was the best-selling game of September, even though it was on Game Pass and plenty of people played it there. Uh, a lot of people bought it uh, outside yeah, of Game Pass. impressive. Yeah, it is very impressive. I think that's great. I think that is uh, consistent with Bethesda Games, uh, with... <laughs> Bethesda problems are still there, but still they sell they sell video games. And uh, the big surprise is that without it being on a competing console platform, it still was the highest selling game of the month. And that's crazy during a time where there's a ton of really popular games. I don't think it'll hold that for much longer. I think in October, 
there's probably two or three games that will topple it. I'll bet Star Wars or I'll bet uh, Spider-Man beats its numbers possibly, although yeah. that's just one console and not PC. So maybe not. I don't know. Um, what's another one? And it's uh, not that it didn't have any competition. Mortal Kombat one also came out that month. That's um, true. So, you know, there are plenty of good games. That yeah. Do you see that trailer for the, uh, for Homelander DLC and stuff? Did you watch that? Or I saw the one that? for Omni Man. That looks nice and violent. For Homelander. Yeah. My favorite subgenre of Mortal Kombat one um, uh, movie or a uh, video is people making. I'll bet that would make my back feel better. Videos, and basically, it's just all the all the fatalities that look like they might actually fix your back. Yeah. And it, it's ridiculous, obviously, because some of these I mean, people are getting wrecked, but. It made me laugh because my back hurts all the time, and I, I feel it. Just need Baraka to give you an alignment. <laughs> just, just just on my back while I'm laying there naked. Oh, I've taken it too far. <laughs> oh, uh, man, somebody draw it. <laughs> oh, please don't. That's a good question. Let's do some emails. We got one here from Zig, who really should have zagged at the end of the day. He says, hi, core council. I was thinking about the times when Scott said he was in a meeting but plays certain types of video games that allow him to multitask and play casually while half paying attention, uh, and you can drop in instantly when you need to pay attention, like Loop Hero. That is definitely one I used. There are other, uh, or sorry, they're either turn-based games or simple enough you do not need to focus on them fully. I thought we should name uh, or have a name for this genre, at least a Steam tag that people could agree on. Which I think is a really good idea. I originally thought that because you could play uh, one of them with one hand, kind of like you could doodle on paper with a pen and paper while listening to a meeting, we could call them one-handers. But then I thought that might get hijacked by a, another group of games. I could, yep, a hundred percent. Like that is the tag I would not go looking for Loop Hero in. No, I wouldn't either. It says, "What do you think a good name for this would be?" Carry on, righteous eccentrics, Zig. I don't have a good name, but I kind of like. The concept of this a lot, actually. I would love to see a bunch of games that would be good at this because I do it all the time. I'd love a good distraction game while I can do something else. So I don't know. Um, isn't it? Isn't that Vampire Survivors? I mean, I guess you got to hold the Steam Deck still, but you could count that. But like, if it's you're in, it's let's say you're in front of a computer, you're on a Zoom call, you're half paying attention because you can kind of play, but also when someone says your name, Scott, what do you think of these projections? I can interrupt and talk to them and do so without too much trouble. What games are those? Loop Hero is a great game. Yeah. There's plenty of games like it, but what like do a, we call them? Like you, you need you need a controller like this, like because this you, it's half a controller. Like you could, I could actually probably draw and then play Vampire Survivors. Sure, but what would you call it? With it, that game that the one hander, the one. <laughs> so. Uh, I like that we've gone through all of this just for Bo to wind up back in the middle of the. Year. I said it because it was funny, not because I was. I did it on purpose. It worked. Um, it was great. But yeah, I don't. I mean, we just don't define genres by their control schemes. Like we don't call Diablo a, a keyboarder. Well, I guess it's no that we don't call Star Citizen a, a keyboarder game. You know. Or, no, but we call them ARPGs, and I think, you know... Yeah, there can it's not be based a- on the control scheme, right? Because you can do both, control Yeah, but I don't think this depends on the control scheme either. This is just what games that can be kind of... The one handy part doesn't really matter. Like, what, what games can be played casually or passively while you are also on this meeting? That's the word we're looking for. Yeah. And that can be anything. I think uh, an MMO, oftentimes, 
minus cutscenes or important story points. I mean, if, I feel like we kind of call them casual games. Like that, if you go to the Steam store categories, mm. and I go to casual, right? Maybe I'm I'm assuming the games in there I'll be able to play while on a meeting. We could call Let's them casual one handers. <laughs> not not casual as the pejorative. Casual one hander. <laughs> a casual handy. No, yeah, that doesn't man, work either. Sometimes these categories suck. Like Sims Four is a casual game. Come on now. I know it's not granular. City enough. skyline. Offices have game. casual Fridays. Casual games. Casual Friday games. No, that's too specific because everybody's just going to think of Friday. Maybe it's just meeting games. Oh no, see that implies other things. <laughs> that, that's when you're getting together. Um, we need it. You know <laughs> what? We need the we need the audience and the community to pipe in on this. How about a, a distract distractorum? What do, you, what do you get written up for at work if you're wasting office time? Uh, Ruency. <laughs> it's not pink slip. That's getting fired. That's school. But no, oh, they, just call it, thing, they just call it time, time theft. theft. You get yeah. pink slips in school? Well, there, that, there you go. We call them time theft games. No, okay. We're getting confused. Time, pink slips are a work thing. Yeah. From, you get a pink slip when you're getting fired. Yeah. It means a but, demerit uh, slip, I think. Demerit, right, or you're being written up, is what? You yeah, s- you're being written up. You, well, we had a demerit point system, right? Like you, based on the gravity of the fence, you get a certain amount of demerit points. I think they the do gravity that in Canada of with fence. Well, demerit- gravity of the offense. Oh. Sorry, I'm not speaking clearly. <laughs> I, did, I, was, I, I will got promise really, to enunciate like, more better, like <laughs> Reggie Fissime. I genuinely, I wasn't poking fun. I genuinely was Listen, trying to figure out what the gravity of the fence meant. School board, <laughs> I have a new idea for you all. It is called a demerit point system. Yeah, yeah. You hand out demerit slips based on the gravity of the offense the child has done. I got it. The I got it. Giving him defense. an opportunity or her an opportunity to correct course once certain Look, demerit points any, have been received. Any astrophysicist knows that gravity, fence gravity, is way heavier than regular gravity, John. <laughs> yeah, well, right, so, you know, if you got a big <laughs> fence, it's going to have heavier gravity. What did they call it when you were in school when you got something bad happened? Uh, I think demerit. Like, was, we got demerits. We got demerits, yeah. too, I think. Yeah. I never really well, put it together. Get, the, I didn't get demerits. There wasn't a currency. You just got your ass sent to the principal's office. What, I wonder what happened with Tom Merritt. There were, if he got dad joked every time. Demerited. Yeah. A demerit. Yeah. A Tom demerit. Because Merritt. Oh, that's his evil like universe twin. It's Tom Merritt versus Tom Because a merit, a merit, it would be the opposite. Like you get a merit for doing good. Right, there's yeah. merit in your. I didn't get any of those either. I got no <laughs> merits or no demerits, which means either my school didn't do it or everything I did skipped right over the merit demerit point and just resulted in consequences. I mean, every time we did something bad, they'd send us down to the woodshop teacher who was allowed to touch your nipple, and I thought that was a weird way to handle. What? Chill. Oh, is that not a normal thing at schools that people just do? Is there a are real story behind this? No, I'm not being what serious. What are you talking about? I'm not being serious. They would never do it's that. It's Tom Demerit, the wood, woodworking teacher. The woodworking going to touch your nipple. <laughs> I just thought it'd be funny if that, well, it's not funny for, for anyone who has ever been abused by a teacher. I apologize. I'm just yeah. saying it would be weird well, if the school's punishment was, ah, you're going down to see Mr. Wilson in the wood shop. And meant- I was thinking male nipple, like it's the whole other ballpark. We're talking female body. Oh, I'm talking probably- totally me, just me and my nipple. 
I, but this but, was just a Scott punishment. That's Nobody probably be, be, being chauvinist, and a, no teacher should touch any student's nipple at all whatsoever under any circumstances, I suppose. Yeah, 100%. Well, the big thing is, is we had a medals teacher that would let kids resolve their differences by going to the wrestling mats and fight it out. <laughs> really? So, like, it, like, not that he was sanctioned to do that, but he was the medals teacher and the wrestling coach, and he would go, hit the mats. And that wow. meant you're gonna fight. You're not gonna fight in my shop where there's expensive equipment and things that can kill you. But if you're gonna fight, you can go fight on some mats and get it out of your system. But you're not gonna do it where there's open flame. That was his policy. Damn. And dude. you know what? There's a level of logic to it. But man, did I see a cowboy get his ass kicked at the at the <laughs> mats one cowboy. time. Cowboy. Yeah. yeah. When, did, uh, when did you go to school? 1823. <laughs> In my school, we had cowboys. You know, like there's there's goth kids, yeah. there's jocks, there's stuff like that. In my school, there were cowboys. We had that's we a, had them too. Cool. We called them. That's shit one kickers. of the factions you can join in high school. Yeah. Where we didn't have cowboy factions in my school. We had shit kickers. Yeah. We didn't call them cowboys. They were shit kickers because they wore boots. That's why we called them that. It wasn't very nice. It was a bit. Yeah, I guess you're more in the southern states, so you might have that demo in your high school. So, oh, yeah. like, just yeah, you know, farmer a, types. Uh, yeah, for sure. Called cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah, that's Did a. Did they like action. being called a cowboy? Was that a self title? Yes, or they wore title? hats and tight. And oh, this okay. kid that was a cowboy, I knew him like a year earlier, and he was a computer nerd. So he made a he he changed factions mm. because he went from pocket protector, biz, looked like a small businessman. To all of a sudden, the next year, he's wearing boots and tight jeans and a cowboy, wide brim oh. cowboy hat and talking about cla- how life is hard on the range. Yeah. He's a class trader. Yeah. 25 bucks. He did a faction change. <laughs> yeah, he did a faction change. That's the benefit of summer vacation. You can re-roll and a lot of people will forget. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, that's uh, I miss fact. I miss the factions of high school. That was a fun aspect to it. And I used to cross-faction communicate all the time so i had friends who were the stoner parking lot kids i had friends who were the shit kickers i had friends who were the jocks and the goth kids and whatever so i tried to like you know all that and the art nerd kids all of us and so i got along with like almost all the groups but i loved the dynamic of it because there were times where there some of those guys were at war with each other just like gonna kill those goths why i don't know we're in high school you guys ever have any food fights oh yeah Oh, yeah. yeah. Junior high, mostly. I never got some. to be a part of a food fight. Really? They're Great. fun. There's yeah, a food flying had. everywhere. It's, it's, oh, they're it's fun. It's as awesome as it sounds. Yeah, it's as good as it sounds. It's so much fun. <laughs> it's everything you think it is, John. It's a blast. I'm, I'm Man, sad that you didn't get I it. Ne- never happened. I feel like I experienced so much stuff. Yeah. But I never, I never. It's just hard to be the that. first one. I know there's a couple times where you're like, man, we should throw some food. And it's like just getting that first piece going. <laughs> like a, that's the hardest part. Yeah. Once you get yeah. past that, it's not, it's not bad. Yeah. Once you get, once one piece of food gets thrown, the other kids know what's up and they don't have to go first. So it's, <laughs> that's well, how it starts. Well, check this out. Our next email has some words for Bo. Check this out. Uh, Josh says, been listening to Scott's shows for nearly 10 years. Never once wrote in with a complaint, but Bo crossed the line by insulting Tim's, Tim Hortons. The only time oh, I've uttered an yeah. F-bomb while listening to a podcast, he says. Wow. This is coming from an extreme coffee snob. I roast, grind, and brew all my own beans, and I have eight different ways to brew coffee, including a vacuum press. 
Tim Hortons doesn't have great coffee, but it is better than Starbucks as a pastry and sandwich shop, hands down. The swill Tim's passes off as co- coffee is at least come or at least comes in an agreeable eight ounce portion and is drinkable with cream. Over the years, I felt a great kinship with Bo because I also am from Canada, Nova Scotia. But last episode was devastating. Not sure if the damage can be repaired, Josh. This is why I don't like people. Well, I shouldn't, shouldn't say it that way, but this is why people who like Tim Hortons are crazy because it's that important. This is so. This is my question, and I feel you like, know what I mean. I'm just yeah. like, okay, dude, I saw that you're coming. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I feel I like, like this it. is the thing, though. Why are Canadians so fiercely I mean, divided on this? What's wrong up with you guys with this coffee? Thing? Uh, I don't know. I think. Oh shit! Uh, Canadians are going to hate me after this. All right, Canadians are uh, insufferable. There's a certain percentage of Canadians that are insufferable about being a Canadian. Yeah, they think it's the best thing ever. And Tim Hortons is like a distinctly one of the hallmarks of Canadian identity. Right? Yeah. One is not being a racist. You know, like it being inclusive place that is in America. Yeah. You know, <laughs> where we care about people and we have socialized things. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the other one is like, I think that's changed recently, but we were like a don't lock your doors kind of place too. Right. You know, and one of them, and hockey, hockey's so important. Oh, yeah. People love the hockey. Um, and one of them is Tim Hortons. And I, I just, I've been there. <laughs> I've been going to Tim Hortons all my life. It's, sucks you know tim hortons yeah where there's a place in elmer where i grew up tim hortons you can only sit in the tim hortons for 20 minutes it's called elmer i grew up in a town called elmer yeah i like that that sounds fun um not really it's pretty pretty (laughs) place but um (laughs) it, it was home um it was so boring that we had a riot. we had a riot actually we had a teenage riot in, in um, Elmer. Oh my gosh! All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It started. It started. Okay, this is a very it's tangential, but I kind of want to tell it. Tell it. You know, like how uh, backyard fights will have a bunch of people sitting on the fence, and in the backyard, two people will be walloping each other. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we were having one of those, right? Like, and we stumbled upon it, and the cops came to shut it down. It's like a backyard fight club. Oh my gosh! Uh, but then there were so many kids there that they turned the paddy wagon upside down and broke the guy out and he ran out the guy the kid who was under arrest ran out broke the handcuffs and then they called in police from like three different different towns and there were just hundreds of us and we were like we're not going home f you police and we did that all night and the best what's not the best part of my story that story but we were in there for quite a while we were moving around and then my my friend Fufu, we've talked about on the show. He's like half Lebanese, right? Yeah. He shows up. The second he shows up, the cop beats him with the bat, and we he sued them by the way for like because it was like there's a bunch of white kids around. As soon as a brown kid shows up, the the cops the cop actually take him. out a bat and start beating him. It was really bad. Damn, Elmer. and that just galvanized us further to, to be like f the police. But yeah. yeah, made the papers and everything. We're we're so it's such a boring place that we made a riot. Doesn't ring the same bell to say f the police coming straight from Elmer. Does it? <laughs> no, no. I mean, it's 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 lame. But um, <laughs> all that to say, the Tim Hortons in that town, which is the one I was most familiar with, would only let you sit in, even if you bought something, for twenty minutes. They kick you out. Really? That's and you ridiculous. know what? And I go, that's, that's, that's no not that's not very funny. Shop. I agree. How are people going to write movie scripts and become famous from writing exactly. those movie scripts? Right. If they I work right. for yeah. Starbucks. Yeah. I'm going to break this guy's heart further. I, I have a partner number. 
I worked 20 years ago for The Bean. What's yeah. the guy's name? Uh, Schultz. The Bean. I worked for Schultz. And, um, you know, it, it, was a, it was at the time they had an innovative business strategy. What if you got a Tim Hortons and then you were welcome to sit in the Starbucks, right? Like Tim Hortons, if you bought a Starbucks, they'd kick you out. Yeah. But at Starbucks, you could you could drink anything, eat anything. They have a pol- I think they still have it, the third place policy. You can go it's there, like, yeah. yeah. You, 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 can, you don't have to buy their product in order to occupy a seat in their store. They just will not kick you out. Yeah. And I liked that. I thought that was very, they were very consumer friendly. I mean, sure, they have problems. I know they're dealing with labor shit and, and all that kind of stuff. I'm not saying they're great. But Tim Hortons, pretty ass. Like, it's pretty ass coffee. <laughs> And <laughs> this is an overnight decision. I felt this way for like three or four decades. So I don't know, man. Uh, I, it sounds like you make your own coffee. So I don't know why you're defending Tim's. We want to go sure to his house. Yeah, this guy sounds yeah. like he's got it going I'm on. I'm sure you're probably not buying Tim's beans. You're probably buying like some good beans that you prefer that's not Starbucks or Tim Hortons. Mm. And that's great. Um, here in town, we have Bridgehead, which I quite like, although Second Cup bought them, but they're still pretty good. Mm. And... There's some I'm a other... fan of Bridgehead as well. Yeah. I've never had Bridgehead. I don't like coffee in general. So once in a while, someone well, me try something like fifteen bucks into the Queen's Bridge. That's a Norm Macdonald joke. Anyways, no. um, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can get some Bridgehead under the Queen's Bridge. Yeah, he loved that joke. He used that. He used that the Queen's Bridge thing a lot in yeah, the show. Yeah, he, yeah. he liked that one. Yeah. Rest in peace. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm not trying to go out of my way to insult people. I'm sorry that you felt bad, but it it really you you should. I don't know. I I strongly urge you to reconsider. I think Tim Hortons is is it's water. It's water. It's basically water. Brown Tim's, water. Tim's water yeah. drink. Yuck. Uh, I should have played Yucko. the I should have played the Canada theme. Canada. There we go. He did it. Now it's out there. All right. We got one final thing. This is a text, and it is this. Uh, there's no name on it. It came to 801-471-0462. The emails came to us at talktothecore at gmail.com. Here's what the text says. You could be 801-471-0-H-O-A-S, like HOAS, or 801-4710-HOAS. Tell John that the S isn't part of it, just an extra letter that you can dial for no value. So... John. I like that this included instructions for me as if I'm confused <laughs> by the concept and not confused by the fact that Scott gave a simple way to dial a number that was 100% not a way to dial our number. I understand that you can dial additional numbers to try and spell something. That's not a part of my confusion. That's not the problem. I had confusion with how 10 hams yeah. is not the phone number to text or call in any way, shape, or form. Ten HOAs, HOAs, is. Yeah. But who on this planet <laughs> would possibly hear that and go, well, thank God they said that instead of just the actual number, because, boy, I'll never forget ten, four, seven, ten HOAs. <laughs> That'll be with me for the rest of my life. Yeah, I think that just the number eight zero one four seven one zero four six two is all you really need. I'm I'm come I've come to that. I'm fine with it. Screw the hams. It's fine. I like the meme. I like people. Somebody sent us a picture of ten hams. Wait, like, can we change a phone number? I mean, we could get a new one, but that's a big pain in my ass. Is no, no, I'm not saying no. I'm saying, oh, you didn't. Okay, no. All right. It's still, I wonder. It's still one eight hundred ten hams, right? Yeah. Well, yep. One eight hundred. That's the one. Hams. That's it. You nailed it. I don't know. You really should see if you can get one eight hundred ten hams. 
Um, let's see. Okay, so make my number spell something is what I'm looking up right now. We're going to see if we can solve this. We've done this before. Did we? There's nothing good. Okay, I got phonespell.com. Let's try this. 801. Hold on. You just need a new number that converts to 10 hams and we'll be golden. We'll get so many calls. All right, here we go. Show me. Let's see what it says. Here are our options. One, or sorry, 801 is 10 nat, G-N-A-T. Terrible. Okay. How about this one? Eight o- is though. 801 is 10 goal. Goal? No. Okay. 801 is 10 hoax. Oh. Closer to truth, but also like. I, I like it. Talks like that. Okay. I found a better is one. Is 10 hoax. Oh, I call is 10 hoax I call is, is 10, 10 hoax. hoax? Can we do something about the 10? <laughs> the 10 seems to be here every time. Uh, here's another How one. How many hoax is 10? Is this, 10 hoax? This is a I fun call one. 10 times is 10 hoax. This is a fun one. 801 is 10 inch. Oh. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, we that's a little personal. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's pretty good. Right. Well, you're saying it like good. a question, but say it like a statement. 1 800 is 10 inch. Is 10, 10 inch. inch? Call 1 800 yeah. is 10 inch. It's is not just the pizza anymore. It's uh, is it way your, of life. Your penis? Is, so, is, <laughs> can we do something about the 10 though? Or is the 10, the 10 seems like. <laughs> the, ten, the 10 seems essential, apparently. <laughs> the 10, yeah. the, every one of these it gave me just now, all of them have 10s. There's no. <laughs> is 10 goat? I mean, at least <laughs> yeah. goat has been repurposed to greatest of all time. Yeah. That one's, that one's real solid. Yeah. Goat. Is 10 goat? That's not bad. Is 10 hobo? Yeah. Eh. Is 10 hobo? <laughs> is 10 goad? I don't want that. Whore? <laughs> What's a whore? It's spelled wrong. It's not the right whore. Hawk? No, that's whore, as in like whore frost. You know what? Is 10 goat? That's is not 10 bad. goat. All right. We're doing it. Hey, guys at home, call 801 is 10 goat. All right. <laughs> yes. We it did. worked. It worked. It sounds like Borat is trying to call a phone. Although, put, 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 I, I, can I, can I veto a little bit? Can we put both in? Uh, call 1801 is 10 goat or 1801 is 10 inch. Like, I think we need both. Bo, and, spoilers. And yeah. They yeah. both will work. They both yeah, no, will work. Yeah. We're going to say them both each time. <laughs> yeah. You can call. Yeah, we can act like it's we'll, a choice. Say it's the yeah. same number, but it's still a choice how you want to spell it. Yeah. You can be the goat or you can get all 10 inches, whichever one you want. I mean, look, variety is it's the like spice It's like an Abed style thing where, like, it's of course there's no choice, but there is a choice. And what does the choice say about the story yeah, we're telling? What did you, you know? call? Did you call the goat line or, or the, the 10 inch line? Or the inch line? <laughs> it's them. It's like, it's that joke they do because I am rewatching Community again. I'm making my mom watch it because she's not going to get the movie if she doesn't watch the TV mm, show. Yeah. And in the funeral, um, they they just say like Troy and Abed in uh, is in mourning, and they're like that's so uncomfortable. And and Abed's like, don't worry, we're saying it with a U, like mourning. And then Troy's like, you were saying it with a U, not that <laughs> yeah. you can say it differently without the U, but that's totally like Troy humor. <laughs> he, he was saying mourning as in mourning, and he's like, oh man, I'm such an idiot. So I think we should do both numbers, is what I'm trying. We to say. can also make yeah. them a longer sentence because they're superfluous numbers. So you could say. 801 is 10 inch okay? Or you could say, yeah. is 10 is hobo? 10 inch enough. Make them dial a shitload of numbers. Yeah, or you can put <laughs> S's on here. 1-800 is 10 goats a problem. Type that well, all you in. You keep wanting to make it a question. I don't know why you want to make it a question. <laughs> Always a question. I don't know, but I love these 801 kind of- is 10 inch big enough? Is 10 inch big enough? Are you looking for bigger? Or is 10 is 10 
size doesn't is, matter. That doesn't work. I don't know. Is uh, ten inch. Uh, yeah. I love that he's telling you that the S isn't the part of it. That's a, something about that's funny to me. Tell John the S isn't part of it. I don't know why that's funny. You can just right, dial so, it. You can just dial whatever you want. You it doesn't make could. hams correct. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. One eight zero one is ten inch goat. Oh, yeah, you could do that. Yeah, ten inch goat whore. Yeah, so we'll just say call the ten inch goat. All right, I'm in. <laughs> the ten inch goat whore. The ten inch goat whore spelled, and you can spell whore however you want because we're we're at extra letters. Yeah, we're we're beyond the pale here. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, real quick here, a note to people at home. You can use these methods to get a hold of us, and please do. Also, I started doing a regular scheduled Frog Pants Play stream on Mondays, 3 to 5 p.m., a two-hour stream every Monday, uh, regardless of the Monday, unless I'm off somewhere. Um, and I played some indies last week. I will probably play... I want to mess around with all the new games in the new Jackbox 10 collection. People have been Ooh. raving about it. So I'm going to do some testing of that before we do it with more people in the community. Anyway, be playing that. That means you can play with your phones if you show up uh, to that stream. That'll be Mondays, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. every Monday at frogpants.tv if you want to watch some live gaming. And maybe I'll do maybe I'll do an hour of that and then an hour of that uh, Forgive Me Father 2 thing so we can have a little Halloween gamey time. All right? We'll see. Oh, yeah. Oh, and another thing. Me. Uh, Tanner just reminded me. Tanner, thanks for saying this. I completely forgot to write it in our notes. Uh, we're going to give away a ton of Resident Evil games on our Discord as well. Uh, Tanner got handed a whole bunch of these. And if you're not a part of our Discord, just go to frogpants.com slash Discord. And in the contest uh, channel, you can enter to win these things. And we're talking RE4, RE3, uh, Resident Evil, I think 7's in there. That's all of them. RE 10-inch. Oh, 10-inch goats. Oh, that was the worst game. That game scared me. No one wants a 10-inch goat, but uh, you might. And so get over there and check that out. Giveaway channel. Sorry, not a contest. Giveaway channel on our Discord. Discord.com slash, or no, sorry, frogpants.com slash Discord. All right, that's it for that. I do want to thank our patrons. Oh, shit, I forgot to check names this week. I should do that real fast because uh, you guys keep surprising us with how many of you sign up. Uh, for our Discord. While he's looking that up, I think, I think John, I was invited to play Phantasmagoria with you. Phantasmagoria. Oh, are you going to yeah. join us for that? Yeah, and I, oh, I, I have awesome. a, I have to ask you a question because I think that's, I've seen that it's playable in VR, and I'm wondering if the like the actual game client. It's a different game though, right? Like a no, no, it's the same game client, so I can just play it as a VR version. Like oh, I don't know, edge. I don't know what's involved, but would that make me more scared? And would it be better for our stream? Yeah, what do you think? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Kyle reached out, so I was like, okay, sure, I'm I'm down to clown. I don't have any job. I'll play video games with you. <laughs> I'm so excited, <laughs> but it's gonna be scary. I think. <laughs> oh my like, gosh, we're gonna you... be doing that. I think on the 31st, like on Halloween. Yeah, right? we're doing it on Halloween. Yeah. You know how I had VR or VR AI read the names last time? I forgot to write down where they ended. Now I don't know who the new people are and who aren't. So that well, was dumb. Here's oh, we, the great well, thing about pasting it into our list last week. Oh, right. You can just. <laughs> I forgot. I Although, gave it to you guys, didn't I? Uh, where did they go, Les? <laughs> yeah, where did they go, though? They got deleted. Oh, no, oh, they're in here. he didn't post them, but he did send them to us. Yeah, they're up here in our morning. group. So the last one was got Open Micers Podcast. So now I can do it from that. So let's see. From that forward. Oh, my gosh. Can this be real? This can't be real. Hold on. What is going on? There's no way this many new people signed up. 
Where is the open micers thing? Oh my gosh, you guys. Holy shit. Okay, I'll read them. Here it comes. You ready? I'll read them if you Go want. The if you paste them, I'll read them. All right, I'm reading. You know what? Let's do that. Uh, just to shake things up and make it interesting. So this comes in two chunks, John. That's first chunk. I have to go to the first page to get the next chunk. That's how many more people we're talking Should about. Should we do it as like a fast grandma situation? Yeah, why not? Or do you guys want grandma to read these names? Because I do. Who do you want to read the names? You want me to just read them quickly? Let's do. John's fast with the with the word with the reading because it's your whole thing where you can do like tongue he's twisters. A tongue twister guy. Yeah. So John, all right. That is now all of it. I just gave you a whole. Wait, other is set. one of these correct? Which one? Oh my god! Oh top, my gosh! Top one. Top. Which no, one? There's one in here that stands out as like uh, an interesting thank you, but we'll go with it. All right. Uh, all right. Here's all our new patrons. We're going to read them real quick and I'll probably mix up your names, but uh, here we go, please. Oh my gosh. Is it getting longer? Did you just. Yeah, I added more. That's what I'm saying. Okay. It's insane. Ellie Cell, Robert Bond, Matt Rinder, John Boxer, Conman Valentine, Preston, <laughs> Broken One, UOR Shane, Luke Robinson, Bo Schwartz. Josh Haskins, DP, Zarg, Star Sapphire, Usagi-chan, Primitive B, Keith Terminus, Taylor Smith, PDI192, Jesse Frizzell, Brian B, Gerben Sergboer, <laughs> Sergboer, Jake Crenshaw, Jeremy Arnholt, Destin Fleury, uh, Paul S. in parentheses, Benjamin Narr, uh, Barry Gannett, uh, Vanek130, Michael Don Murray, Brandon Doyle, Kevin Hedgewood, Jack Freeman, Walker, Ambient Albatross, Sweet Shell, Chris Thibault, Rob Richard, Chris Latria, John Hailstone, Sigbjorn Bredder, Gabriel G, Silraz, uh, uh, Gear, Engen Saglick, uh-huh. Frederick Peterson, Brandon, Andrew Percy, Liam Stanley, Ryan Howitt, uh, Abdul Salam Ari, Nerd Cave Retro, Dead Jack, Josh McFadden, Deke Spears, Galen Slinkard, Dave Robinson, Jesse Allen, Sean Myers, Nanoka, Xandar the Gamer, Aaron Port, Jared Pendergast, Dylan Sisko, Robert Putnam, Glenn Phillips. Jeez. That was oh a lot. God. That was so a, lot. a few of them I did recognize from last week, but it still doesn't make sense because my name is in there for some reason. Yeah, why is your name <laughs> in that's here? That's the one that I was like, is that real? I, I'm checking my Patreon right now to see if I'm a member. Bo uh, stopped working and he's like, well, time to support time this Time to show. support this show. I'm uh, quitting to be on more often. I don't Let's think see. I subbed. Did I sub to our show? It says here... Uh, Oh, it says you're a free member. What does that mean? Oh, are there people signing up for free? We're just not making any money oh. off this anymore. Oh, so is we're this just a... thanking a lot of people. Well, now hold on. Maybe that's the thing. Cause... No, because our amount has gone up. So Oh, it's definitely Boy, gone I up. I really but... shouldn't have bought that car after the last <laughs> list of members. Man, yeah. we really should have made sure that check cleared before I went and made That some reminds purchases. me. I did a thing where it looked like this deal I did, um, I won't get into details, but I did a podcast deal where it looked like I was getting somewhere in the range of like $8,000 for this gig. And I was okay. like, what? Is this possible? How is this possible? There's no way this is right. Turns out it was, they were showing me a dollar sign, US dollar sign, but the money was in uh, Swedish krona. 
so it was actually like seven hundred bucks. All right, so I went. So I okay. could have done something real dumb during that time and pre-bought something, and then found out later. Oh, Krona is not so, what I'm getting paid in. Anyway, sorry, just, Bo. I don't know how this affects things because you have the internal metrics order, but I do see on the public page here. I just posted an image. The show, the Patreon has 851 members, but only 788 are paid. I don't know what that means. So uh, possible, this is maybe. new. I think this might be part of the redesign. So maybe these are showing us free people. I Which mean, if okay. you want your name read out in the show for free, uh, come join our Patreon. It seems like it's still good to get engagement. Yeah, so I'm going to have to figure one, this out. All. Now I know. What, I think I now know what Tom was trying to tell me about the other day. He was like, oh, this change. <laughs> and I was like, what change? And then I forgot what he said. I think this was it. Well, anyway, uh, we're happy to read well, your names anyway. There you go. You should listen to Tom more often. Yeah. But the, it doesn't necessarily you. mean that any of these patrons all could have provided financial support. I don't know. Yeah. So thank you all, nevertheless. It's Thank my first you all week for off following work. what we do. Yeah. And we do, this is what I do professionally. <laughs> I hope you like it. Sorry, Tim Hortons guy. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, hey, I can still be friends with people like Tim Hortons. Even I drink Tim Hortons. I just feel bad. I don't like bashing your listeners. No, you're but, fine. He's fine. Um, I bet you know. this guy, I think he's mostly joking, but I bet he'd yeah, have you over. Yeah, I think over. it was a written and fun Yeah. Email. Tongue in yeah. cheek, you know? Firmly, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't care that much. I just don't like it. Tongue but, firmly um, in your cheeks, yes. But thank you all very much for the support. That was nasty. Uh, anyway, yep, tongue, in, tongue, in <laughs> tongue directly in between your cheeks. Uh, oh, did you say earlier? Put your legs between your legs. I no, like that yeah, I did actually, and now I'll never right. forget it. Uh, nicely done. Let's uh, remind people why to sign up. There is good. No commercials ever. Pre-show content every week. Monthly uh, host shows. Uh, other cool benefits. Artwork in the mail. Too many reasons not to. No reasons. No way. No reasons not to. Lots of reasons. Two to. There you go. Got it. Nailed it. Frogpants, or sorry, patreon.com slash core show, frogpants.com slash core for everything else. All right, we do have one more thing to do. We hand the mic to Fast Grandma. She tries to explain what we played this week. Grandma, take it away. Well, if you're looking to find out what the games were that the boys played, you're thinking about Cyberpunk 2077. Seems like they're winding down, but they're still just pinging away at it. Scott played Forgive Me Father 2, which is not a porn game. <laughs> I know, I was shocked too, but here we are. It's a shooter of sorts. Mm-hmm. Not what I would have thought. He also played Run Gore, which is the card running thing. He played Lamplighters League. It's on Game Pass. Go play it, I guess. He played Assassin's Creed Mirage. He played Contraband Police, and he played Doom 64. That's what he did. John pretended to play video games and wanted to write down a bunch of words. So this is what he wrote. WWE 2K23, Wizard with a Gun, and Marvel Spider-Man 2. He didn't play any of those, essentially, when you really think about it. Uh, Bo played Dark Tide. He played with his Quest 3. And he played Diablo 4 Season 2 and Heroes of the Storm. Wow, that is a that's as comprehensive as a list you're ever going to get, everybody. We hope you enjoyed that, and that you'll check us out next week. Between now and then, play a bunch of games. There are certainly many out there for you to play, and we'll see you next time. Get more at frogpants.com. Humble brag. Humble brag. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.